Yo, what's up, guys and gals? Tonight's Gravity Lab Radio's guest is the one and only Mr. Daniel Angulo. It's been a while since we've had Daniel on the show. Thought it'd be a good time to catch up, see how he's been, and see what he is up to. But tonight's Gravity Lab Radio is brought to you by SSK Industries, Inc., sskinc.com. Go to their website. Check them out. One of uh, their new things on their website is their blog. Go to the about section. You can find the blog. And uh, their neatest blog entry as of late is everyone's journey is different. That's the title of the article. It's a sponsored athlete highlight featuring the one, the only Mr. P. Nicholas Lott. If you want to know a little bit more about our boy, Mr. P, if you want to learn a little bit more about Nicholas Lott, sskinc.com. Check out their blog under the about section and uh, you're going to be able to learn a bit more about Nick. Super cool story, super cool breakdown, but who is SSK? SSK is the U.S. distributor and service center for AirTech or Cypress, the AADs, and for LB altimeters along with the U.S. Uh, distribution uh, uh, center for XShut, the camera mount. They've got a little bit of everything. When it comes to technology, they are involved and they are always helping to maintain that standard. LB Altimeters and Cypress are two of the most recommended or excuse me, most respected and uh, best customer service you'll find out there in the market. And of course, they, cho they chose to partner with SSK. When it comes to technology, when it comes to customer service, SSK is the way to go. If you're having your Cypress serviced in the United States, <clears throat> it is going to SSK and they are checking it out for you and making sure everything is up to par, up to snuff. As of late, I believe it was 2016, Cypress service. If your Cypress was manufactured, don't quote me on the dates here. If your Cypress was manufactured in 2016 or later, service is no longer mandatory, but it is highly recommended. And I'll tell you, I get my Cypress serviced all the time. First of all, the folks at SSK do a great job. They turn it around super quick. Their new website makes it super easy to take care of it. Servicing Center is in the top right corner of that website, and you can check out how to get there. As their website is growing and updating, you'll be able to check the status of whatever orders you have going on, whatever service you have going on. But guys and gals, get your Cypress checked out. It's an important, life-saving piece of equipment. Chances are it'll go there and it'll be okay. But why not make sure? One of the reasons I believe Cypress is the best AAD on the market is their mandatory uh, service in the past. Every time a unit goes in, they can see all the data, they can see all the components, they can see everything that's been happening with that unit, and it helps them see problems before they become an issue. Cypress has had a clear and clean track record through their years. Uh, we all make little mistakes. We all have little issues, but you'll see they have the cleanest track record and the quickest response time to any issues they've ever had because of that service. Guys and gals, for your own well-being, for your own peace of mind, send your Cypress into SSK and get it serviced. And for the future of our AADs, they do look at this information. They do look at those components, and it will help make our devices safer and better for the future. SSK, check them out. SSK Inc. on the social medias, whether it's on Instagram or Facebook or sskinc.com. Check them out on their website. Till then, enjoy the show with Mr. Daniel Angulo. I'm the target of a meat missile going 150 miles an hour plus. That got really <laughs> exciting all of a sudden. I'm doing canopy safety. Um, I drive like an Asian, so I don't know if it's the most appropriate thing ever. I'm killing it. Utah, give me two. 
You're listening to Gravity Lab Radio, hosted by DJ Marvin and Nicholas Lott. Produced by Justin Grubbs. Have we talked about skydiving the whole time? The more I read about it, the more I'm just like, it's going to do nothing. It might do nothing. I'd rather just get a finger stuck up my ass. <laughs> well, <you laughs> at least do, I, they can wiggle that around. You can do both. Ooh, yeah. <laughs> Honey, will you massage the suppository in for me? <laughs> yeah, I mean, you just, just might get her to spit on it. You don't know. No, raw dog. Well, the <laughs> suppository itself is made of coconut oil. So the moment it touches your butthole, it starts melting in it. So you got to do it real quick. Self-lubricating. Yeah. And yeah. it'll start to... It'll, like, it'll, it'll leak, man. You got to put it in and lay down. <laughs> you like lay down, face down, ass up. Look like yeah. you're about to get raped. Uh-huh. That's so Don't weird. worry about I it. I just, it's just my ass drugs, okay? <laughs> It's like the there was a, a the trend cave. about the butt chug, right? <laughs> butt chugging, butt chugging. Yeah, yeah, let's go. Let's That's butt chug. No, I think that kill, I think that kills people. <laughs> Can you take a Tide Pod as a suppository? Well, a lot I mean, of a lot. I don't of, know why not. A lot Our of college kids. A lot of college kids would do that, so they didn't smell like alcohol, and they were they were. They were drunk get away as shit, it, yeah. but they didn't smell like yeah, alcohol. Yeah, but it can so. give you alcohol poisoning really easily because your liver is out of the whole I equation. Bet. I mean, yeah. shit, man. <laughs> Shit out some All alcohol. right, party people. We <laughs> Whoa, are great. Live. Perfect. We were just talking about butt chugging for everyone that came <laughs> in on the line of me saying shitting out alcohol. This has been a really good start so far. Yeah, that's the way you start uh, the show. Yes. Yeah. So, uh, speaking of uh, suppository things, Daniel Angulo, <laughs> welcome back to the show. Thank you. Nicholas. How are you, man? I'm good, man. I'm good. Thank you for the invite. Thank you, DJ. Thank you, Elsa. Of course. I don't even know what we're supposed to be talking about. Got lost we're in the world. Nothing. That's I the whole almost point. lost my of, coffee of through that whole process, dude. It <laughs> took till that first sentence before I, like, know, I was in and out of spewing coffee. You know what's so funny is right before we were talking about that, we were talking about your Apple Watch. I don't know how we got uh, from Apple Watch so fast. Two suppositories. Yeah, I don't know. Who cares? We're going to skip over that. drugs. <laughs> Yeah, we're it gonna skip. We're gonna skip over all of oh, those things. You asked me about my gum. Oh yeah, I wondered what was in your gum. Uh, dentine fire. <laughs> just good old fashioned just cinnamon. Dentine gum. cinnamon gum. And nice, he's like, man. yes, that looks like a suppository. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> just got butt drugs on the brain. I don't yeah, know. Right. I don't know. But before that, <laughs> I was asking you to sell me on the idea of getting that Apple Watch. Say <laughs> stuff. All right, it's over. I've broken, I've broken all three of you. I don't know. <laughs> You're no longer people. That's this why I love this show. <laughs> that's, what I love. that's why I love this. Oh, man, that's all. Okay, so I, I, Apple Watches. I, I, My I, Fitbit is no longer a functioning device, and I've been thinking about getting an Apple Watch, or there are a pretty decent, uh, like, there are a bunch of not quite a smartwatch, not quite a Fitbit. There's a bunch of stuff yeah. out there that I didn't even know about. So I, I want to know if I can sell you on it, though. I mean, so you you told me that you use it for texts and emails. Uh, I check texts uh, and emails uh, when I when I can't access on my phone, especially or I like if I have my phone somewhere else, I I see who's texting, who's calling. What about heart rate monitor? You use that? Yeah, I I don't, <laughs> but I think you can. What about you, DJ? You heart rate monitor? What you got? What you got right now, man? How I many don't. steps you've done? Uh, no clue. How Couldn't many calories you. have you burned? Yeah, I can. You. I can. I know it's His on here. His heart rate is probably really high right I'll now. I'll check actually. it. I'll <laughs> check it every so many days. Depends on how busy or active I've been. Um, I used to use my. I had a smartwatch before the Apple Watch, mm-hmm. and I used to use it to see to see if I needed to connect. A friend said, "Do you feel the need to be so connected?" 
And I said, no, it actually disconnects me because every time I look at my, every time I get an alert, I look at my phone. It's an irrelevant email. It's spam. But now I'm on Facebook. Now I'm on Instagram. Now I'm searching the CrossFit yeah. babies, right? Just looking good. CrossFit um, babies? CrossFit babies, man. There's ladies. CrossFit uh, babies. To, <laughs> man, a kid with abs is crazy. I need to crazy. write that down. I need to check um, on that. So then I would look at my watch and see, oh, that's just spam email. I don't need to touch my phone. Oh, that's just a text message that I don't need to worry about. So it actually helped me disconnect from the phone. But then I noticed my watch beeped non the fuck stop because every message, every notification. So I ended up turning almost all the notifications off on my phone. Um, I get notifications for my security system, for uh, my phone, for text messages. Yeah. Um, I get text calls, emails, and house alarms. I don't That's get emails. About it. Yeah. Do you put an altimeter on over that watch or do you no, take it I off? No, I take it off. I take it off. Because you had the same Fitbit that I had, right? I did. I do. You still use it? Uh, yes. What, so what is the watch? Does the watch serve a totally different purpose than the Fitbit? Um, yeah, this is a smart assistant. Okay. Uh, I mean, really said and done. See, and that's where I'm torn. Like all these newer ones, they're right in the middle. Hey, man, it's 825 at sunset tonight. Hey, that was extremely convenient. Dude, it, like for our job, no shit. It really is. I have the sunset on the corner of my watch. It is 2.05 in the evening or in the morning in Copenhagen right now. I need to know Denmark time all the fucking time. It's on my watch. I constantly use five mon- five minute alarms or uh, timers, and you can customize everything that that's yeah. showing you. Yep. Yeah, man, that's kind of neat. Yeah, um, said and done, man. I would look at uh, what is that? Whoop? Is that the strap? That's what I got. Yeah, yeah. Is that the one that looks? But does that give you a digital on, readout don't right now? No, there, there's no digital. Yeah, so I have to look at my that's, phone. That's what I need. Is I need to look at it right now mm. and know, hey, you're okay. Your heart's not about to explode. Yeah, that's I, my I, only like. I don't, I don't, that, I don't could, have that could t- probably be this. Yeah, I don't have time to pull up an app for that. Then I'm mm. curious. I don't Ken. know, man. I've been I've been looking at the Garmin's recently mm-hmm. for for a GPS, especially if I'm riding my bike. Or I'm with a kiddo somewhere, you know. I I want to know more or less how how much have we have been writing. Um, I don't know. That's about it. Yeah, it's, it's, I mean, it's cool to know how far you've gone on the bike, yeah. right? I'm like, oh man, I can't believe you rode five miles already. Yeah. Like that's super neat. So and he asks me all the time, like, how much have we rode? Yeah. <laughs> what's our heart rate at? Are we there yet? That'd be fun. <laughs> so wait, you don't like your Fitbit, or is it just kaput? It's fucked. It died. Oh, it's fucked. I, okay. I've ruined it. Oh, okay. It sir, it did a, it did a great job. Yeah. I mean, I used it mostly for uh, the heart rate monitor, and it did start. And you're got 88 beats per minute right now. That's great. It went down. DJ showing me. Yeah. So heart rate monitor, and then it, it's fun to watch the steps. Not in a way that I feel like I have to get. A certain number of steps, but like on a busy Saturday at the drop zone, it's like, holy shit, I did 30,000 steps today. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And so it's just like, I just like it. I'm a nerd. And so I like it. Yeah. Yeah. But you can monitor all that. But I worry about two two things. Like I want something that I don't have to take off. So something that's going to fit when I put on my altimeter, the stretchy wristband. Yeah. You can get a different band to fit. And uh, I don't want it to make me any more connected to my phone. Turn off all your notifications. Like, mm-hmm. for real, dude, my phone, my, I, I hate when I see people use these watches and nonstop look at them when you're talking because they're getting notifications, but you feel like they have some place to go because they're looking at their watch. Man, I, yeah, yeah, I don't like it. Yeah, um, I, we have an old buddy who used to do it all the time. He was just checking notifications, but I'm like, am I holding you up? Do you need to go somewhere? Um, I turned my notifications all off, man. It, it's uh, like my phone in general doesn't beep, doesn't buzz. I miss phone calls all the fucking time because I don't Same. have nothing on. <laughs> do you have four, 40 millimeters or 44? What'd you get? What'd you do? Uh, 44. All right. Baller. Yeah. It's, uh, man, I'm super happy with it. Uh, yeah. It, 
It's Spr- convenient. Uh, T-Mobile tried to give me one for a really low price the other day, and it got me really thinking because I my Fitbit was still working then, so I wasn't trying to replace it. It might have been a three or something. As long as it's not Generation Three without a f- uh, a SIM card, without the phone line, uh, don't get. So yeah, there's a convenience. They're, they're talking about Generation Six happen? now or something. Yeah. Oh, three is you bad. You can't. You know, the the, I don't have the, the third generation no cell. doesn't have enough space for the new updates uh, of the Watch mm. OS. Gotcha. So if you do have the sim, the one with the sim card has I think sixteen gigabytes of memory. But then they I don't tell it. you. But mm-hmm. the other ones they don't have. They don't have a phone. Have eight gigabytes, so you can't do the n- the new update. Is, is it's bigger than that. It's so not a smartwatch. It's a stupid watch. Yeah, exactly. you, can, yeah. <laughs> you can't get the cell version and just leave your phone at home and this is your phone. And it's amazing yeah. how clear of a... You don't have to talk Man, to your wild. watch to have a good conversation. Yeah. Yep. You can straight up... I, I did that because Siri activated. Like I can say, I hey Siri, tell my sometimes. wife I love you. Hey That's Siri, funny. sell me an Apple Watch for less money. Uh, she won't recognize your voice. Well, she's rude. Yeah, <laughs> she's, she doesn't like you. <laughs> she she can be, yeah. an elitist. But man, I think it was like 250 or 279 or something for me to get a That's new Apple bad. Watch. Can but then it. I started looking at Fitbits. I think this is a deal, like a promotional deal through T-Mobile or Sprint or whatever whatever service they're telling me I have now. And uh, some of the Fitbits that look nice are like 200 bucks. Yeah, they like, got some nice ones. Yeah, I'm just torn, man. Man, I, uh, I'm super happy with it. I think I would go with the Garmin. Yeah, yeah I see, I haven't rugged, looked at yeah. garments really. Yeah, you probably should not get this. I actually, based off of that last statement, rugged. I've seen what happens to your altimeters. <laughs> you don't want this. <laughs> oh, you mean I shouldn't break that? Like I just broke my Fitbit. Man, it's this it's, will break quicker probably. Yeah, it I, depends on the version you get though. You notice I actually have a uh, shell on mine. It's just a rubber case because I'll drop it 20,000 times over if I don't do stuff like that. Yeah, the, I, I hit everything with it. The Apple Store has these uh, really nice silicone bands mm-hmm. that are like, I don't think I'd ever take it off except for to charge the Have thing. you seen the silicone yeah. or the elastic, you mean? Yeah, it's like an elastic-y silicone. Yeah. Um, a little bit of both. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nicole's it's, it's got like this, but you can stretch it. Have I, you I seen the Nike it. band? That's just on, this is one of them. Uh, the elastic the older, one. No, the Velcro, I've yeah. not. Valerie has it. I'll, you, you can play with hers. Wait a minute. Wait. Hold on hey a second. Hey yo. So, uh, what's your gear? Dicky was uh, talking to me the other day, and I'm going to sidetrack the uh, conversation for one second. And he came up with an idea. He suggested an idea, and I really like it. Um, most of our uh, most of our our guests are skydivers, and even the ones who aren't skydivers who don't have their own kit, their own gear. We can talk about tandem gear if they're they're tandem students or whatever. But uh, DQ suggested with every guest, we go through a uh, what's your gear? What's your gear moment? You know, part of it, let people know what you jump, what your preferences are. Part of it is it's a nice way to let you give shouts out to people who support you. I'm the wrong person to start this conversation right now. <laughs> like, why do I have to be the beginning? I mean, day? you're wearing an SSK hat and a Vector shirt. I know. You've got I a new rig on order, right? I got a, I got a new rig coming. Yeah? Yes. So why Vector, man? Why did you, why did you choose Well... That? I chose I chose to apply for a sponsorship from Vector uh, because they're the best rig in the market, you know, hands down. I used to um, I used to have a different different brand of container, uh, but you know you can't you can't beat the you can't beat the Vectors 
You can't really. Vector is a super solid rig. Anybody who knows me knows my preference is Infinity, but anybody who sits there and says all these other rigs are trash or fucking retards, sorry, that's an insult to your family if they are. That's not. But it's stupid, dude. Like, Wings is a good container. Javelin is a good container. Mirage is a good container. There's so many great containers. They have been out there in the market forever, too. Yeah, if they were that dangerous, people would be dead and they wouldn't be selling them anymore. Straight up. That's true. So any of your biases towards other gear, get over yourself and realize, man, uh, there are I mean, definitely better rigs. In your case, you're not trashing any others, and you can have a definite would I? preference. I, I mean, yeah. I, I jumped wings for many, 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 many years. And it treated you good. Yeah. It treated you real good. Yeah. So it's a uh, vector. They, they do make a super bulletproof rig. Um, Bill Booth and UPT, super innovators in the market. They're ahead of the, the game, industry. yeah. Um, one of my favorite things about Bill, I don't think people recognize or know, is as good as he is at all these things, he's great at marketing skydiving gear. That's one of, I think, his unsung praises is his ability to to market it and promote safety and gear safety. Definitely. Because I think that's changed the industry more than just his rigs have. Man, and a lot of the innovations, uh, a lot of the technology we have today is thanks to Bill. Mm-hmm. You know, so a, a lot of, you know, three rings and, and you know, uh, Mards, you know, that that all comes from the tandem. That all comes from Bill. Yeah, so. it's, it's crazy. Uh, first of all, the hand deploy pilot shoot is one yeah. thing. Uh, if you guys don't know, we used to skydive and I actually learned you probably did yeah, too probably on a ripcord, rip man. Reach back on the bottom of your container, Packing pull a, a little ripcord, and a spring <laughs> pops off of your booty, don't shooting drop your that pilot thing. chute. Yeah, don't uh, I did. Nick knows this really well. When you have a spring-loaded pilot chute launching off of your back while you're stable, it dances in your yeah. burble, and you get massive hesitation and delays because of it. Yeah. And uh, it works out, but it's not super it's cool. It's not ideal. So Bill decided throwing the pilot chute out into the relative wing, getting it free and clear of your burble so it has clean air, and you were getting more consistent and better openings yeah. you were it getting was, it was leg openings. strap leg strap first uh, belly band belly bands and yeah. then leg straps yeah. and, and then and they would wrap the them around their belly band and yeah. total themselves out that way yeah so uh the the uh hand deploy pilot shoot the three ring tandem marred collins lanyard is probably in my opinion one of of upt's least uh understood known. Yeah, yeah known there's the word uh, uh devices so uh, look them up, man. It, it's super good. So you've got Vector on your back. What else you got? Yeah. Uh, uh, PD. Always. I've always owned uh, PD Canopies. I've jumped many other brands. And I still do. I mean, why not yeah. try something different? Uh, but I've always known own uh, PD Canopies. Uh, What's Cypress. your main? My main yeah. right now, yeah. since I broke Nick's 71. <laughs> You broke a line on a very old line set on a canopy. I wasn't jumping. Yeah. I, I, I'm, I'm going to reline it. No, you're not. <laughs> Are so you going to cut it in pieces? <laughs> you know, I've always wanted to make a hammock out of a, yeah. out of a canopy. Yeah, it's it a really sense. pretty canopy. Yeah. Are you so, going to make it yourself? I love that canopy. Send it to Leah Levity. Yeah, Leah I was going to say that. She can probably uh, do it for you and send it back. She makes... Uh, I've seen her stuff on... Uh, Levity is the name of the... Uh, company yeah aren't the, there more like chairs does she, she does convert them into too. hammocks yeah convert yeah canopy into hammock? hammocks yeah. chairs, stuff sold. like that yeah easy That's yeah it. uh david cherry you know david cherry yeah. uh it's his girlfriend if i remember right so cool 
That's about us. Yes, yeah, that was the right math. Um, I get all the camera guys mixed up. David Cherry, Wybanga, you, Elliot Bird, but you're brown. The rest of them are white <laughs> as fuck. So, I'm, I mean, makes it easy. I'm glad I'm easy to... So, you, Juan <laughs> Mayer. Uh, what's that other guy's name? <laughs> Can't think of it right now. Um, but, uh, yeah, send it to her, dude. Gustavo was the last one you Thank you, Gustavo Cabana. <laughs> yeah, uh, man, thank you. Um, all bald-headed man, motherfuckers. I'm, I'm, I'm glad I'm... I'm I'm being named around all this talent, man. These are great people. Uh, These are great camera flyers. You belong in that group. You belong in that group. I mean, maybe not with Elliot Bird. Nobody wants to be in his <laughs> Nobody group. Nobody wants to be with it. I'm kidding, Elliot. We love you, man. <laughs> He's phenomenal. <laughs> um, so you're jumping what canopy, you said? Uh, right now, I'm comp below 79. And you were jumping Nick 71? 71, Valkyrie. And if you could buy a new canopy today, what would you buy? Uh, VK 75. Why? Hybrid 75. Um... A uh, couple weeks ago, when was the demo? The PD? A couple weeks ago. A couple weeks ago, <laughs> right? A couple weeks ago. Um, I mean, I love the 71. Uh, I've jumped Nick for a while. Um, You've jumped Nick for a while? Yes. I'm into it. Yeah. Also also Nick's canopy. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I, I loved it. I love the openings are great. It flies great. My, my only concern is that on the 71, I'm always in a hurry. You know, I'm always in a hurry because I'm loading it almost at three, uh, and she wants to she wants to land now, uh, and I have a lot of things to do once I open my canopy. Even though I open a little bit higher than normal, than I mean, a lot of people, uh, since I'm doing video most of the time, um, I I I want a little more time to do all the things I need to do, like turn the cameras off, move my ring side, you know, slider. Uh, you name it, disconnect the wings if I'm jumping with a four-way team or something. So I want a little bit more time. So the 75, when I did try uh, the 75 hybrid, thanks to Jesse that let me use it, um, I loved it. Opens great, flies great, uh, good wing load. If I want to go slow, I can go slow. If I want to go fast, I, wanna, I can go really, really fast. And it gives me that, that little more time that I'm, that I'm asking for. I wish people would think more that way. It's not always about the canopy that I want to fly. It's not always about the way I want to fly. It's about what gets the job I need to do the best way possible. Yeah. And there's going to be some compromises. For example, Absolutely. you could choose a better wing for the job you're doing to take more time and slow down and take yes. off. But you still want to have fun. Uh, yeah, absolutely. So but on that note, um, I also want a Saber 3. And I want to save her three because sometimes I, I'm with 100 or 200 people in the sky, mm -hmm. you know? So I'd rather have a save her three, 107 or 97, something that's a little more, you know, docile that's not going to go as fast, especially surrounded by so many people. Um, so why not? That's a great canopy, you know? And you can go fast if you want. You can go really slow if you want too. And it's super safe, especially for big ways. So I gotta ask a quick question, Nick. What are you eating? It smells so damn good. <laughs> it looks like a burger. It, does. it is a burger in a bowl. In fact, burger from bowl. That's about us. Well, I didn't want a salad from Chipotle because I kind of burned out on salads, and uh, I only I never order Chipotle to go. Like I never do the mobile pickup because I just don't feel like they make it. As I concur. As you can't Stay babysit them. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Can you put some more so on that? <laughs> I uh, decided, hey, what, what else? I was running a little behind. So I thought, what else is close? What else is on the way? And I went, man, five guys will do a uh, lettuce wrap burger. I know they will. 
dough. And Ooh, badass. when I went to order that, now they do it in a bowl. You just changed my so life, son. I just had a yeah. double Man. double bacon cheeseburger in a bowl. Yeah, no I, ha- I have a Five Guys like Don't two worry. blocks from my house. I'm trying that. I got two. Hell yeah. <laughs> Dude, I, Jesse uh, says hi, by the way. Jesse who? Yeah. Uh, PD rep. Who, I don't know. Thank you, Jesse. Who, who is that? <laughs> <laughs> Nubo. What's up, Nubo? Same with Ivy and Patty and Aww. Kevin. I love you, Poison RG. Ivy. <laughs> Did anybody watch? What was the name of that stupid show where the lady at the end, we were children, would look through the looking glass and say hi to all the kids? I, it's just a oh, super shit. old show. I, did, I yeah, didn't yeah. grow up here. Man. Yeah, dude. Know. It's super old. Like, I'm shocked that Elsa remembers it so old. It used to piss me off because she never said Donchi. She never said, <laughs> I see you, Daniel and Nicholas and Elsa and Donchi. What the fuck, bitch? Of course, bitch? they you never don't said like Elsa. They, they didn't say your name said, either. No, oh, man. I was always, yes. Now you're the I frozen bitch. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I went from, like, no one knew my name ever to, like, everyone knows my name. Yeah. I didn't know the movie Frozen until I met her. Because when I met her, I had a hard time grasping the name for one second. And she goes, you know, like the movie. I'm like, what movie? What movie? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I, I have heard. a kid. I watch all the movies. Yeah. You know I actually that. like him. I, I, I pretend him. that I watch him because of him. But, yeah. <laughs> you're, you're, like, up late one night. You're, like, no kids around. You're yeah. Like just, I, I'll watch cartoons. No, we watch those movies. Yeah, What? What reserve? Uh, PD. PD, PDR yeah, or PDR. Uh, PDR. Why the PDR? Um, it's what you've had for long enough at stores. I've had, I've, man, it, it always worked. Yeah. Uh, I've never had a problem with it. Uh, obviously, you know, the, my next reserve is going to be an optimum. Why Why but, change to an optimum? Um, it, less volume. Yeah. Packing. I, I had know. a one And bigger reserve. I want to upsize yeah. my reserve. I've, you rarely hear these things, but I want to upsize my reserve uh, and at the same uh, volume, you know. So I went from a one twenty six to a one forty three reserve because yeah, I, when when the optimum I'm on a one six right now, and I want a one thirteen. Yeah, and let's be real, you need to upsize some. Yeah. I'm looking at you. You get hey thick, hey thicker than a Snickers. <laughs> <laughs> hey, that's wing load, man. So wing load. <laughs> oh man, it's about going fast. So those are your canopies. We yes. know your uh, rig. What do you have on top of your head? No cypress. hair. No hair. You have That's a cypress on top of your head. Yeah, I meant the helmet. <laughs> You're talking about the Don't hat. fly. SSK. Hat. I fly I, SSK. Yeah, SSK. It's been. It, it has treated me very, very, very well. Um, I jumped Tom flies. I used to be sponsored by Tom fly for a while. Uh, but then, you know, at some point I stopped jumping because of an injury and then I stopped being sponsored, but, uh, they still make great helmets and I love my helmets. Dude, I absolutely, I, I love cookie to death. I'm a cookie guy, um, sponsored by cookie. And as much as I, I like cookie, there's another one coming. He's eating more. Uh, um, if I were flying cameraman, I'd really struggle because Tonefly makes some gorgeous helmets. I mean, they, they really are nice. They're, they're comfortable. They're, you know, they're bulletproof. Uh, they look nice. Why, why not say that they look nice? They do. Um, I mean, and they're easy to to modify and you know modular. And Nick, you like to fly, don't you? You fly. Yeah, it's a really really comfortable camera helmet. Yeah. 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 It's uh, what's your favorite part about Tonefly helmets? Man, uh, for the helmet that I jump is a three X. I'm a tiny little man with a stubby little neck, and I shoot a lot of tandem video. 
And so the 3X has, uh, it's like this articulating um, mount on the top. It looks almost like this little mohawk yeah. piece on the helmet. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And there are screws and that you, you can loosen the screws and it lets you slide move it back that forward, piece yeah. back, which gives you a... a Different tilt, yeah. So, so it's a I don't know if you could, yeah call it a steeper angle, so the camera's yeah, facing yeah. up a little bit if you're if you're shooting video, or you can push the screws forward and it faces totally flat, like if you're shooting free fly video. I didn't realize that that mechanic was a, or that that platform was adjustable. On yeah, top. that one on the three X, it, it is okay. That's that's why I got that helmet too. I want to peek at your helmets next time I get to see them, yeah. man. I'm Anytime. learning something new. Yeah. And uh, what are you shooting for cameras? Um, hold on, it, let's come back to that. Yeah, we can because that's go the back. deepest answer. I yeah, think, we done. we can go back to that. So you said Cypress for your AAD. Yes. Why Cypress? Um, you know, I, I need to think about this. Uh, first of all, it was one of the first that came out in in the nineties. I'd say it's the first modern AAD. It's the first modern AAD. That's for sure. Before that. When I started jumping, I had FXC. <laughs> I used to use those with students. I, yeah, I used to it's jump pity. with a coin in my <laughs> a coin yeah. in my pockets no to joke. adjust the altitude. That was ridiculous. That yeah, man, wow. you our, don't want to know. Our student gear inspection table in Indiana had pennies laying all over it. We're yeah. actually quarters. Yeah. So the controller sits on your mud flap or your ring cover uh, yeah. on the left side, and, and you, you can see a and needle. And every jump, you turn it off, and the needle goes down, and you yeah. turn it back on, and the needle should go to the activation altitude. Yeah, should and it should. Yeah, for sure, hundred percent for yeah. sure. Yeah. If barometric pressure or anything changes, that changes. So you put a penny in the bottom. There's just a little slot, and you just yeah. rotate it to adjust that altitude, and then you turn it off Your and back on yeah. to make sure that it's going to stay there. Wow. Um, yeah. And yeah. It's, cool. it's a mechanical device. Hey, it worked. It spring yeah. worked plunger. for me. You could recock it in the field. Yep. It worked for me. It was a fair device. And then yeah. there was a, remember the Sentinel, the one you had to turn off under canopy? Yeah. So, man, recently I've, I've heard uh, and seen arguments of high-performance canopy pilots who want to be able to turn their AAD off under canopy. Like I'll wear it. That's what speed cypress for, dude. Well, first of all, people are firing speed cypresses when they're jumping some of the wing loadings these guys are talking about. Um, most of the guys who are saying it are full of shit. A lot of I my know. friends were like, "Oh, I'm going to bust that out, man." A lot of you guys are full of shit. Now, a lot of my there are several of my friends who are pushing those speeds, and I firmly believe are pushing those. Yeah. Um, and and they can bust it, but I did. I did fire a cypress. You did. That's <laughs> right. So, so there is. A, Oops. But people had, we had that, I think it was called the Sentinel, and you and it was just the AED, and people would regularly fire it on landing because they forget to turn it off. If That's something th- I don't want to remember yeah. every jump. It's like, I, I don't want to add to my process on every single jump. Do I have a hard enough time remembering to I, open my visor? Oh, well, <laughs> man... Yeah, I I believe you. I mean, it's I'm not like smart. so many so many things you have to do, or in, in my case, I have to do under canopy. That I, mm-hmm. I mean, I don't I don't want to add something else, right? And heaven forbid you get caught up dealing with other situations, other scenarios yeah. that make it to where you can't. If I'm gonna it. forget something, I'm gonna forget that, and then I'm gonna have a two out. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not gonna forget to turn off the camera because I've been doing it for. 20 years, but... I think people are crazy <laughs> for asking for that back. It, it's, I don't think they realize the history of what's happened. Yeah. So Cypress, super, super solid Super choice. reliable, man. I mean, I've never had an issue with it. I've never, I, I never heard of an issue with the Cypress. Um, and with modern batteries that you don't have to service anymore if you don't want to, I recommend you send it to service. You never know. 
You know, you send your car to service every now and then, right? Why not? No, Cyprus, absolutely. So. I, I think one of, so Cyprus has A, had the longest uh, life on the market of all the current AADs yeah. with the least amount of problems with any of the established absolutely, AADs. Yeah. One or two new ones, maybe not, but less problems. And I firmly believe one of the reasons they've done so well is service. Because every time we put Absolutely. a unit in, they see mechanical and software issues that are occurring. They're getting ahead of the game. They're yeah. staying ahead and they're being proactive and learning. So I still I mean, send my devices the, in. The just customer for, service for is priceless. Yeah. I mean, it's it's fast and it's great. I mean, you can't you can't argue that either. It's know? super so. easy. SSK makes it really really easy, dude. Definitely. SSK uh, blog. Did you see their blog recently, Mr. Nicholas Lott? I haven't seen it, but I obviously answered some questions for him. Yes, you did. Um, I was doing the ads before the show, and actually SSK was the ad I chose tonight. And I, I go through manufacturers' websites. I go through our, our sponsors, our supporters' things. I'm like, what am I going to push today? And I know Adam uh, Schmucker, the, the president, has really been looking to push the new website pretty good. I'm like, oh, man, perfect opportunity. If you guys and gals want to learn more about Nick Lott and Mr. P., sskinc.com about us blog there is an article of nick there and it's a super good article man i thought he did a really good job i think i think they did a great job man he actually is the host of gravity lab radio with his friend dj and uh <laughs> i got a shout out I was like yay my name's air um it was super neat to 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 see and read and and they do a really good job with those interviews so nice nice one man yeah i, I read his draft that he sent over but uh I don't think I'll ever look at it. <laughs> I mean, not, not, you know, I just like the same reason that I hate listening to my, like, I, I don't listen to the show because I don't want to hear me. I don't want to hear everything I say and be like, man, what an idiot. Like, I just don't want to have the, that feeling, you know? So, uh, I mean, I thought I, I did read through his first draft. We had a really good conversation and I was comfortable with him sharing anything that I shared with him. So okay. they did a really I'm, good I'm job. Happy you, does it feel, does it feel like they're describing a person that, you know, Yes. Okay, great. No, no, I think it's I think they did a good job. Um I I read all the articles though. I work with Adam and and we work on some projects together so I get to see them all. And and uh this is the only uh blog post that SSK's made that he didn't tell me about. So <laughs> yeah, that's it, nice. It, it, yeah, it really is. Good. So. It's really um, Good job, Adam. Good job. Nick as a little man. Yes. Yeah, there's some <laughs> like, young like pictures. Young adult. It's very cute. Yes. Mm. And that's what caught <laughs> That's me when I met you, right? Like I, 10 years ago or something. I mean, I showed up here nine years ago. Well, that's when and I showed up too. I started skydiving uh, 15 years ago, and I think there are a couple of pictures uh, just before that too. Yeah, there's some yeah, of you like being super edgy with like piercings. <laughs> yeah, it sounds like, uh, sounds like my history. <laughs> sick tats, bro. Oh, God, they're so sick. <laughs> You know what's funny? I had a I had a sick tat, like a genuine. I saw some people with some really nice looking artwork, and approached them in hopes that we would talk about tattoos. And that's been a really long time since that's happened. It's still an interest of mine. You know, it's still neat to me. It's still super cool. And when I see someone who has really like, I mean, if photography. You see someone that's taken a beautiful photo. You might yeah. connect with them on a better level than someone who. You know, some person who yeah. knows nothing about cameras yeah, who just absolutely. wants to ask you the same question you've heard a thousand yeah. times. So, uh, yeah, tattoos are awesome. They're great. Just don't talk to me about them. 
<laughs> unless well, yours ever. are really good. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Or unless you want to have a reasonable you. conversation. You know that I'll you have a reasonable me. tattoo conversation. I just don't care that you've always wanted to get one and that your cousin has a sick dragon tat on his back. Like, I don't give a shit. <laughs> you know my cousin? Yeah. Dude, sick. <laughs> I may <laughs> ask you for advice. Kind of no, dude, for, for a friend giving real <laughs> advice about how to get quality tattoos, yeah. that's great. I will have that conversation. Gotcha. But when someone sees me as a heavily tattooed person and assumes that that's my favorite thing to talk about and that I want to see their shitty butterfly, <laughs> tramp stamp, whatever it is, you know. I just, I their just Walmart tattoo. I don't care. Yeah, and it's like, it's like, hey, how? Uh, what's a picture you feel like you've taken too many times? A, a tandem picture. Okay, <laughs> so let's say that some person that you don't know or care about Wants to no, I, I don't totally know. get it. I trust me. I get it. Okay, get cool. It. You don't. You know man. where I'm going. Yeah, I know. But it's like, hey, if, if you really want to connect on this level, it's like, man, I'm I'm not gonna go on the internet for my own entertainment and find people people's dive flow one videos to yeah, see what absolutely. good skydiving yeah. looks like. Yeah, it's yeah. like, man, for me, tattooing is the same. Like, man, I really want to see what the best tattoos look like. I will talk to those people about their tattoos. I will even maybe ask them where they went to get that tattoo. But that's a conversation that I'm generally just not interested in having. I know that makes me a, a tattoo snob, but it's like, man, I'm just I've just had that conversation in the so many I times. Just, I just don't want to have people it. asking me about tandem jumps or something like that. It's the yeah. same. I could see it skydiving, talking skydiving. Like if I meet a random skydiver in the airport who has a couple thousand jumps, we'll probably engage in a skydiving conversation. I will enjoy. If somebody who has one tandem sees me and wants to talk about skydiving, I probably want to smack him right in the nose real hard. Yeah, like run yeah. away. I'll, I'll, <laughs> I'll go get a coffee or something. Roll up my newspaper and use the restroom or something. I'm out. I can still enjoy a stranger's uh, skydiving experience. Hey, where'd you go? Hey, what was it like? See what they remember and see what they like. See how they describe the story. Because I love like hearing them describe the story in a way that you know it didn't happen. (laughs) Like, yeah, then he pulled the parachute and we went back up. And it's like, yeah, I get that you think that that happened. (laughs) But so I still I do enjoy oh, I even think about hearing that. what uh, other, other people's experiences are when they've jumped somewhere else. Like I, I will entertain that, but um, but it's that's definitely a different conversation than me and you are going to have. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, we rarely talk about skydiving, anyways. We talk about other shit. Yeah, we talk about cameras, video. Yeah, it's, I mean. Yeah, we we, H- we used to jump together. Oh, of course, I was compli- I really was complimenting your beard the moment you sat down. <laughs> <laughs> it's good looking. And then we started talking about suppositories. Yeah, I don't know how we got. I there. don't know how we, we got there. <laughs> how we lost that conversation? <laughs> Is this being recorded? <laughs> I think I'm uh, abandoned that one on purpose. <laughs> so, last piece of gear: <laughs> altimeters. Uh, I've always used LMB. So, what LMB, uh, a solid reliable, and you know, you got I remember. Now. Hmm? You got the Aries now, right? Yes. Yes. Uh, all my equipment is LMB. Um, I remember years ago, um, I needed an altimeter. I wasn't sponsored by LMB. Uh, I'm talking about this many years ago. I've been sponsored by LMB probably like seven years or something or eight years. I'm going to say Man. it's, yeah, yeah. I'm going to say to it's uh, probably close to 10 years. Close to Because you and I actually got sponsored by LB at the same time. Correct. Right? So it's been 10 that years. That was, yeah. 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 Wow. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Solid. Yeah, because I, yeah, I started my real relationship outside of sponsorship with LB Altimeters in 2012, and I'd been sponsored by, for, for them by a year. Yeah. And that was like, That's when I got here. Yeah. So. Yeah, about the same. Huh? Man, about us. Yeah. Um, so uh, before all this, uh, uh, 
I used to travel a lot and, you know, uh, for work or things and jump somewhere else. And uh, my sister, I was looking for an, an audible altimeter. And, and my sister, I remember asking, he, she was asking me, is this reliable? And, I, and that's what made me decide, like, yeah, this, I, I know everybody that has this altimeter, not this audible, is not because um, it's the brand or the popular one or whatever. It's this reliable. And since that day, I have the same pro track. I still jump it today. Pro Track One. Pro Track One. Do you not I, have a Pro Track Two? I do. Okay. I jump it too. I jump with two audibles on my helmet, and uh, I still ha- it has sentimental value. And I want to see until when that audible is going to work. My uh, Pro it's Track sixteen one, years old or something like that. My Pro it's Track like One. It's ridiculous. Lasted from two thousand until whenever the Pro Track Two first before it came out. Um, when it first, when the Pro Track Two first came out, I still had my first Pro Track One and seven thousand plus jumps on yeah. it. Um, and the only reason I got rid of it was I got two Pro Track yeah. Twos. I'm a snob. Man, I can have one in each I, year. I I still want to know. How long is it gonna go? You'll I like just ha- replace the batteries and pass still go. Pass it goes. down to your kids. Like, here's my Pro Track One. You know, yeah, I'll just you know, keep I hope so. If, yeah, <laughs> I hope so. Um, it probably will work. If the Daniel Two jumps the Pro Track One, that's success. <laughs> that's success. <laughs> Man, I've had that altimeter seriously for about 16 years. Jesse O'Neill, go fuck yourself. <laughs> <laughs> Jesse O'Neill, I'm so sorry. Jesse O'Neill, DJ Marvin, he I was just so getting out of middle school when you were sponsored by L&B. He's so young. Jesus. And that was like over <laughs> like, dude, I've been skydiving at that point for like 14 years. Don't even answer yeah. that one, Jesse. Yeah. I hate I mean, you. Did, I hate you tremendously. I started, right? I started jumping in 1994. He was probably, wasn't probably born yet. Jeez, right? I'm yeah, old. exactly. 10 years ago is middle school. Mm. <laughs> Man, I was like, so, oh, well, I was that was an old lady grunt. I know it is because <laughs> 10 years ago I was graduating from college. And that's bizarre. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> Let's not talk about that. I feel old now, Jesse. Right, it's okay. Jesse said at some point he didn't know you were as old as me. So he's oh, so I look better. Yeah, well, I was, I, I've always known I look better. <laughs> Dude, you're a good looking fellow. We know that, though, right? Absolutely, yeah. yeah. Exactly. You know our handshake by chance? Yeah. Here's our handshake. Do you know what that is in sign? I mean, ugly, beautiful. Yeah, beautiful, beautiful, oh, that's beautiful, beautiful, and bald. Oh, yeah, so that's our handshake. One day I'm standing right by. Uh, <laughs> you know the S. Do you do it at the same time ever? Yeah, you yeah, 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 hands. No, oh, no, not really. Yeah, We've okay, actually, like, we'll high five each other's face and pause in front of each other's face. And, and then and go back to the bold. So one day, you know, the uh, mentor computer, I'm standing there talking to somebody and I'm standing probably as close as I am to you right now, face to face. We're having a, a decent conversation, a buddy. <laughs> and somebody comes and walks up next to us. And for a second, I just kind of ignore it. And after a little bit, I'm like, well, this person's obviously trying to do something. So we open up the circle to involve them in the conversation and in a pause the guy looks at me and said, hey, I'll be right back. I'm going to the bathroom. Cool, man. No problem. And I look at whoever I was talking to and say, do you know who that was? No, I thought you. Neither one of us had a fucking clue. <laughs> the dude walks back up to me uh, after we went to the bathroom. Hey, dude, uh, I'm just going to be over here getting ready. Uh, let me know whenever you are. And I looked at him and said, I-, I don't think I am who you think I am. Who am I? And he said, Daniel Angulo. Mm. So... <laughs> 
And if you can think back, there was a time frame where I kept my beard super trim and super close, like Daniel's. Um, I had hair or back. We, then. I had. A, I probably had a little you, more. You had more beard, than probably. If I can be racist, you're the same color of brown. That's pretty oh, cool. for yeah. sure. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I'm proud of my brown. I can brown. make fun of white people, black people, green people. I can make fun of everybody. I'm halfway. You know. Wait, wait, wait. What are gr- aliens? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> she got stuck. On <laughs> no, like, She's oh, like, wait. that's all you got out of that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, I uh, I'm technically yellow. He's brown, so you know, yeah. let's let's kind of keep the straight. same shade. Yeah. But I mean, you do look chink-eyed, oh so you can't say that, Nick. You can't say that, right? Right. <laughs> so see, I can get away with that shit. I and it's true, just because you know culture. you're yeah culture. culture. Yeah. Oh, I can't. Say, okay, culture allows you to be racist. Yeah, you're yeah, just but allowed that's, to have that, privilege. that's the worst part. I I I didn't grow up so here, and I I learned about racism when I moved here. That sucks. Like how how does that fucking work? Yeah, I mean, I I have friends of all colors, and I will forever have friends of all colors. It doesn't matter to me. Yeah, that's but do you think it's I, the media? Do you think it's not like the people absolutely. that you're around? It's the people that's what. Well, fed I, I, us, right? I, a lot of shit has happened. I'm I'm probably not the best conversation for the show, but I mean, a lot of shit has happened on on both sides. I think I think nobody's right. I think everybody should be. You know, and I know that Venezuela because my dad is from Venezuela, but he's not. He was born there, but he's not from there. He's from Germany, and I know huh. that um, Venezuela like was. Hey, you know, come here. You can safe haven. You know, v- back Venezuela the was a safe haven for everybody, especially yeah. in, during the war, World War Two. So there's all sorts of people there. Yeah, you know. Yeah, every everything mm-hmm. ev- like from everywhere. Venezuela was. I mean, everybody's leaving now. I, I mean, it's been leaving for twenty years, but. Yeah. Um, so that's just strange that it's like a pretty diverse country yet absolutely. they didn't have racism or yeah. it's not I think that's apparent. I think that's why the women are so beautiful yeah they are beautiful there it's a mix of everything man there there are really mixed raced people in general I do just beautiful people I'm not saying that because yeah. I'm, I'm a mixed breed I'm a mutt but uh, I mean dude well same I, no but for real like I, I got a buddy who's half Asian half black dude and he's a sexy looking fella he's a good looking dude I have been told he looks like me <laughs> uh, just coincidentally <laughs> man just saying I mean, because we both are bald and have beards apparently if you're bald and have a beard and you're part Asian you all look the fucking same which I, 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 I can agree I, with that I guess I get yeah. into that category at some point well dude you roll pedro i don't know which one's which pedro <laughs> has the hair that that he yeah got. pedro has Fuck some him. hair dr mcdreamy <laughs> doesn't raul still have hair um yes but not like pedro and it's thin all right yeah pedro, i guess pedro's got a, a puffy thing if you think about it raul wore hat wore his hats a lot so you don't ever know he doesn't have well hair. he's a lot taller than me so <laughs> I, don't, <laughs> I don't know what's going on up there he's the same height as me um you ever so the Recently, you complimented my haircut, my hairdo. I I'm, I'm, went straight bald. And it was just recently that I realized you don't ever see me with a hat off. It's, I, I always wear hats. Um, at Heath and Paula's wedding, they let me wear a fucking hat. Yeah. In the, in the, man, that's super awesome. Thank you, Heath and Paula. Let me wear a hat in the, in the bridal party. So, um, Real quick while I'm thinking of it, while it's on my brain, DQ is on another project for us as well. He suggested uh, What Is Your Gear? 
But something I've wanted to do forever, Nick, you've heard this too many times. Um, I wanted to put clips on YouTube of the show. Uh, we're looking That's for cool. three to five minute snippets, three to five minute clips. DQ like actually listens mm-hmm. to the show a lot. So DQ, uh, go smack your wife for me. Tell her I said hello. On the butt. <laughs> on the butt. It's probably going to be the other way around. She's yeah. going to smack him. <laughs> we all know this. Yeah. Um, but he is he's already got two episodes in his hands. He's going to put the video together, put a little uh, uh, opening and closing to it. And three to five minute uh, clips That's on YouTube, I just like that. highlighting conversations yeah. that uh, a guest has had, and then I hope share he, them on I hope social he, media. He chooses the suppository part. Yes, yes, yes. Oh man, I know. Well, and, I, anything to do with butt chugging. <laughs> I, know. I my, really hope I got that part. Got my approval. <laughs> no, I'm I'm pretty sure I saw your eyes light up as I knew you had already hit record, and I said something about <laughs> alcohol draining out of someone's wait, wait, asshole. Where's the horn? Oh, uh, you got to turn on the computer on the board, right? Yeah, you're so late. You've missed the moment. <laughs> and you're terrible. That's why you got to alternate the two. God That's why there's two horns. What a, um, what a uh, did you really record so all that stuff? Uh, uh, like half of it. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> we'll make, yes. Uh, it's great. Um, so, yeah, we'll be putting those clips. He's got two of them already. Uh, a clip from Jesse coming out. Awesome, a clip cute. from Tex coming out. Um so he's really going to help with the show and, and start doing some stuff. Him, him and I have some goals and projects in mind. Um, at some point, we'll talk to you uh, as the manager about an XRW camp uh, we're going to host. I say we're. I know how to organize events. DQ knows XRW shit. I'm just going to be the administrator. He's going to be the the guy. I'll be on the. Gr- I'll ask for a correction to the spot on any of those loads, dude. I, uh, I, I it, it'll work well, man. Uh, it just everybody will work together. Uh, Spaceland, it's. Some people will say I'm biased because I jump at Spaceland, and uh, I'll be honest, my bias brought me to Spaceland. I knew of the reputation of the DZ. I knew of what they had. I knew of their school and their safety, so I was attracted here. So, yes, I have a bias. My bias is not formed by Spaceland. My bias brought me to it. But said and done, man, you guys do such a great job of accommodating events, accommodating different styles and groups of people. Uh, most of our organizers who come visit are super low key, super low maintenance, and they're always easy to work with. But uh, I love watching how the Spaceland staff really reaches out and works with events. Our pilots do, the ground people do, the, yeah. the packers do. Everything's awesome. Everybody's phenomenal. So uh, go fuck yourself, Nick. You're the manager, and I blame you yeah, for all the I, bad stuff. That's uh, appropriate <laughs> because all of those people have been doing a great job long before I showed up. You just help keep them uh, hydrated and fed. Uh, hydrated mostly. Well, morning donuts, man. Dude, I love those donuts. I love bringing those donuts. Dude. God, the longest part of my day is from when I pick up donuts from the donut <laughs> shop. <laughs> the the driver. To, to the drop zone. I would Without eating donuts. seven of them. It's torture, man. <laughs> but you do eat one on the way. No, no he doesn't. Never. don't. No. Why, though? I haven't had a carb since 2004. Oh, okay. That's not true. That's what the but, fucking but I, bullshit. I, I, bullshit. <laughs> that's, that's, a, that's a line from the movie Step Brothers. But, uh, but I am on a, a diet as per usual. And oh, right. even when I'm not, I, I just don't eat until the afternoons. Otherwise, if I eat that donut in the morning, you know what's going to happen? Uh, sugar crash. I'm going to eat it. No, I'm going to eat a dozen more. Yeah, he's going to eat a dozen. I'm going to eat that whole box. I've, I've seen cool. Nick after events where there are candy everywhere. And he's like... <laughs> Fuck it. And that's him. It started. It already started. I have have no control. Ten. Yeah. I feel like I'm sitting in a room 
in the back of my brain just watching the chaos unfold. But, well, I guess I'll be doing this started. shit tomorrow. Watch Nick at the film festival and how many bags of popcorn this motherfucker goes through, man. Popcorn's a shit, though. I don't yeah. think I had popcorn I on the last popcorn. one. It's well, the the best sh- you were, were you on a diet? The previous year, I did eight bags. I remember Dude, that. Jesus. So I've always wanted a little popcorn. You know, the like proper popcorn machines. Yeah. That, and I've always wanted a small version of those. They do sell them. And uh, recently, we, we had a house... Well, for a while, we've had some stuff in the house of Joe Getty's, and he recently came and picked it all up, and so I have an empty spot, and I'm thinking about buying one just so I can take it to the film festival. Uh, Elsa, would you babysit the popcorn machine at the film there, festival this year? You can, yeah, you can, and I'm going to eat a there, lot. Perfect. There, okay. there are cater uh, companies that can rent that if you don't want to use it. You want to buy a popcorn machine. You can <laughs> buy yours and keep it here and hire someone to do that. Right. I might have so, to look it up. So I don't accidentally fuck it up. <laughs> I'm sorry, Thea. I just I got in trouble. Um, <laughs> anyways, <laughs> um, man, I want popcorn all of a sudden. Yeah, yeah me too. It's Shit, a really I'm low calorie snack, and That's it takes perfect. a long time to eat, so it's like the best snack ever. Then you're not eating popcorn, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Long time to eat. What do you mean? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I, I, I take longer. Yeah, no, you take know. a whole handful, yeah, and then like your you hand don't. just becomes like uh, what's it's that? Like a, a shovel, a shovel, oh, yeah, or something. It's, it's, uh, what do they call the like a hopper for a paintball? A you hopper? Know? Yeah, a so it's funnel? like a, yeah, yeah, it's a yeah, it's just no, like the hopper. one for ice. It's a like gravity, scoop, yeah. gravity fed just hopper. Oh yeah, yeah. That's, that's, it. that's a, like, a hopper. That's how do you not eat like that? Are you eat one by one? Are you insane? <laughs> do you have what you, the fuck? Just, I don't know. I, I don't I, you know. eat one by one? Not one by one, but like a few. Sometimes at a time. two, like, a few. dude. I don't shovel it. Dip you need to shovel You're it. eating it wrong. <laughs> You're eating it wrong. That's fisting, not how you... Fisting is for more than one thing. Popcorn. Well, <laughs> I know, but like that's what I'm saying. I don't do that. I'm going to fist this bucket. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe I will learn... Butt drugs. Butt drugs. <laughs> <laughs> this is my life. These are the things that are important to me. Fisting popcorn. <laughs> my dad's going to die in a priorities. Yeah. Yeah. Suppository <laughs> anything. <laughs> Priorities, yeah. man. Yeah. Is that a suppository? <laughs> oh, no, it's just gum. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> a little disappointed, but whatever. <laughs> no, I got some pretty you strong you, you heard the disappointment in my voice, didn't you? You sounded disappointed for <laughs> sure. Oh, it looked like something. <laughs> I thought he was going to say, oh, no, man, it's this. Uh, you don't have to explain yourself. We just, no. Like, it looks like know. a pack of but, gum, but right? Who, but who sets out a pack of gum with just one piece of gum and on the couch like it's something important? It's a worthless piece of gum. Because I was going to chew a piece of gum at some point, and right here is where I keep stuff that I need while we're doing that, There's a drink to my left, my phone, and a battery, and a piece of gum to my yeah, right. Yeah, the drink makes sense. The phone makes sense. It's just weird that you have this this gum out like it's special. And I it thought it was special. And it wouldn't be weird if I it just was a needed suppository. It's true. Yeah. It, yeah it, 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 it probably, like, you probably <laughs> Maybe less weird if yeah. he was a supposedly. I mean, w- what if it, sure. it was between him and I? What if it was a gift? He's like, yo, dude, I know the shit you're into. I brought you this. Here. Dude, here are some butt drugs, brother. Seriously, man. Hit me. Can I use your bathroom? <laughs> Before the show, real quick, just pop it in. Dude, like really, oh just God. take your head, pinch the tip of your dick, and just shove it down your urethra. Dude, I'll go. If that's what it takes. If that's what it takes. Oh, my God. Why are you? Why are you? That like, hurt. I like man, how he, how he so says funny. that, and he's disgusted with me that he just said. Oh, that I'm to not me. disgusted. I'm laughing. There's no, no <laughs> disgust at all. Uh, I'm just picturing. <laughs> oh man. Oh my goodness. I'll, uh, I'll tell you some terrible stories, not on the podcast. 
Too, too del- uh, people, people will judge me. Okay, but the reason why... <laughs> like they don't right now? You oh, were talking fine. about this was because of the CBD. Hey, hang on. We'll just, we'll just, we'll just okay. skip over that whole conversation. Okay. <laughs> but I am interested in the CBD stuff, so just saying. Deal. <laughs> now it's weird. It got weird. It wasn't weird until just now. I, it only boom. took an hour to get weird on yeah. butt drugs. <laughs> an hour 50 minutes is about right on time. <laughs> yeah. Pretty awkward moment. You guys keep talking. I gotta go to the bathroom. I'm going pee. See, he's using that suppository. I knew it. Yeah. So uh, he's do, not sharing. Man. Do you, do you want to talk about cameras, or uh, does that interest you at all? I feel like we probably had a long com- camera conversation. Well, last time yeah. Before. I mean, I mean, with with you, I can have a conversation like that. Though. So I, you and I were both the uh, Sony camera guys for a while. Yeah. I think we both jumped the larger format Sony cameras longer yep. than than most people. Than most people. But uh, for why why did you jump it for so long? Um, it was the the best image stabilization in the market would, at that point. I would agree with the that. AX, 100%. The AX fifty three and when it when that camera came out, there was no other camera that had better stabilization. And you can argue with me all day if you want, but um, that was the best camera uh, available. That wasn't crazy big, mm-hmm. um, good quality. You could do HD or four K and have good image stabilization. Um, the smaller format cameras like GoPro or the smaller Sony didn't have stabilization at all. Mm. So for us... Go- GoPro 5 was the first one with stabilization, is that right? I think so. And it was kind of not the greatest It is not great. I feel like the 6 is when it really changed. Yeah. I, I, in fact, I bought a new camera helmet and built a new helmet because... The six was going to fit better on a different yeah. setup, and this, that was when I was yeah. finally re- ready to let go of a. What was a Sony? I had an AX fifty three. No, but you didn't jump in. that one. You you the CX the CX one hundred. It was the CX four thirty, or something like that. Or yeah, five, yeah, five five four something. Some of, of that. Those, yeah. The 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 CX with image stabilization. We had. Uh, the, I remember the we bought stabilization. Yeah, the balanced optical, yeah. steady shot, something like that. Something. Yeah, I remember we bought the AX53 because we were pursuing other goals other than film tandems, mm-hmm. right? And we bought it about the same time, didn't and we? You know, I bought like it from Guru, and the biggest selling point was I saw Norman Kent had one. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like... Yo, well, that tells you. He knows. I mean, he, that, knows. That's, he still jumps it. Mm-hmm. He still jumps it today. I jumped mine when I was uh, with uh, OB in Paris for, for P3. The one thing that, that that still stands out, I I do think that the GoPro image stabilization is better than yes. what's on that Sony, but the uh, there's just no depth to it. Like the yeah, the, the well, GoPro is just totally uh, flat, right? Where the, the well, Sony actually you have yeah you have depth on the of course I mean the size of the sensor tells tells you everything you know the the micro sensor on the GoPro, uh, you have uh, wide or wider. Mm-hmm. You know, that's all yeah. you got. Even the narrow is just a crop of that sensor. Mm-hmm. So it doesn't give you depth. And then it doesn't have a variable iris either. Uh, so there's no way you can adjust any depth on that camera. Everything's going to be in focus because you're shooting probably at F10, F12 or something like that. Um, if uh, On this Sony... Uh, you have a bigger sensor that gives you more depth of field. So that's the physics. You can't, I mean, you can't change that. Um, that's why the AX53 looks 
different. And that's why uh, some other camera flyers that are jumping, some Sony cameras for video, their videos look different because they're using a bigger sensor. Uh, their autofocus is better now. Uh, and then you can have a blurry background depending on your aperture that you're using. So, I mean, I, it's practical for some things, but for other things, it's not, you know. What if, let's say that you're shooting video on the ground, what, uh, what camera are you using now? If I'm shooting video on the ground uh, for an event or something or for skydiving, uh, it would depend. I'm I'm thinking skydiving ground footage, but for me that would be the same as uh, as an event. Yeah, if, if gotcha. I'm talking about um, how my kid is. I I bought the Blackmagic 6K. Nice. This cinema camera. Oh, I've seen. Yeah. I saw. Yeah, I remember yeah. When you brought that out. Yeah. Um, I've been using it more and more. Uh, I I haven't jumped it much. Uh, Can you say that camera? Na- I'm sorry. I was. My wife just got home. I was chatting to her. You're fine. What camera was that you just said again? Black Magic. Black. It's called Black Magic Cinema Camera 6K. What the? F- yeah, it's badass. What is this camera? I'm sorry. I'm 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 catching. It's up a here. cinema camera. So how big is it? Um, it's probably twice a DSLR. Okay. Twice a mirrorless. It's like this big. Uh, shoots in 6K, 4K, different resolutions, different frame rates. Uh, it has 14 stops of dynamic range. So that's why, I mean, and it honestly is probably the best cheaper cinema camera that's out in the market. It's real, real comparable to a red, right? It is comparable to the pen on which red. Yeah, uh, it will, it will, it could be comparable to the red Komodo. Mm-hmm. That's about the same price range. Um, I like the name, Komodo. The Komodo, yeah. Um, racist. <laughs> it's my people. I know. It's like <laughs> you being racist say. for liking your cheeseburger today. I mean, if I said something was cool because <laughs> white people made it, someone would definitely stop saying it was racist, wouldn't they? <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> I, 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 yes, I'm racist. That's <laughs> fine. It's good. No, it's 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 good. The, the, it the majority point. of the difference of those cameras are, you know, most of my clients in the in my real job won't see it. You know, the difference on those two cameras. Uh-huh. Um, you can shoot uh, on the red. You can shoot red raw or ProRes. The the codes uh, or on the black magic you, sh- you shoot black magic raw or progress um, it's about it's about the same ses- sensor it's a super 35 sensor and and great image it's just a difference on the on the coding that's that's all it is both cameras are comparable how how good do you think the quality of um, skydiving is from those cameras like if you were gonna take your black magic on a jump uh, how well, uh, OB shot Mission Impossible with the red. You know, uh, it was not a red Komodo, but it wasn't the best red either. It was the best red for the job. That was the Gemini, uh, and that camera, that sensor is designed for low light. So there was no other camera that was gonna do better in that scenario than the camera he was using. So, I mean, movies are filmed on red and, you know, skydiving movies have been filmed on red. Uh, but I have seen some other stuff on Blackmagic, too. 
So, you know, most of, um, and I had, I, I was having a conversation with OB uh, during P3. Uh, and he had, he has a bunch of other cameras and he has also a Z cam. Uh, and he bought the red because one of the reasons, not only because red raw and all the quality of the camera and stuff, because the clients see red, they hire. And that's a good oh, reason. Oh, yeah, it's just they see that brand name. They see they the brand, it, yeah. they see the logo, and you're hired. So that makes sense. I I really wish that, like, uh, shooting the, the stuff with round three on their red camera, mm-hmm. like, it's when you slow it down to 120 frames per second, and, you know, everything, you know, they've edited every bit of it, the, the colors, the, you know, they've, they've made it look as good as it can look. It looks smooth because the frame rate is so high, but I still feel like there's something lacking from those. Like this, I wish you could combine the stabilization of a stupid little camera like a GoPro with yeah. a, with a with an image. It's 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 it's. I mean, the stabilization on the GoPro it's all digital. Right. There's nothing moving inside that camera, and the red or any other camera has a huge sensor. So you're gonna have to have something moving there. You can't. You know, only stabilize that at that uh, bit rate on the camera like that. The new Canon's mirrorless, though, they do great. The the art the Canon R five. Oh no, you're gonna make me a Canon guy again. I mean, it depends on what you want to shoot. It's a it's a steel camera with video capabilities, like most of the SLR today. Um. So, but I jumped I jumped uh, Ron's here for an event and I shot I did a couple a few jumps with it uh with doing some video on one and some photos in the other and, and it doesn't have that uh, chattery look to the sensor that it's a lot of the still it have. still looks a little chattery I mean it's not there it's not there for that huge sensor but compared to one without that image stabilization man it looks night and day what's your favorite guy I have to shoot video or photos of right now what's your favorite thing what uh, a, a combined angle, vertical, something like that, with big lines and things like that. Do you man uh, looking to build? Like <laughs> if you're asking me, it, it it's gonna be looking to build. That uh, that probably is my it's my favorite event of the year. It's a lot I'm of not, fun. I'm not gonna be there this year though. I'm sad. Where are you going? Um, well, someone else is coming to film, uh, and I was I was gonna oh. be. I was going to be on the bench. Man, I feel like that event might not even be happening. I don't know. I don't know either. Well, uh, and something came up for work and I took it. I would have not taken I, it. I feel like something came up for work for Guru. I feel like that's I come to light recently. I don't know. It, well, it, it'll, it'll happen again, whether it's this year or next yeah, year. Or well, the, the, the date as it is today, I'm not going to be in town. Like I said, I was uh, if I wasn't gonna be filming, uh, you know, like I normally do or taking photos like I normally do. I mean, what's the point coming to drop something and sit there and not being able to wait capture? For, wait for someone to chop so yeah, you can <laughs> so I could get in the load or something like that. Yeah. So I decided to take some work, um, but my um, I, I felt bad because I was told. Uh, that 
one of the reasons is that they were looking for that feel we were talking about. The feel, the feel of the video with a bigger sensor that we talked about not long ago. Mm-hmm. I could have done that with a different camera. I was never asked. Know what I mean? So I could have done that. When Be- is because I shoot with a GoPro doesn't mean I always have to shoot with a GoPro. I have other cam- I have a shit ton of cameras. Right. <laughs> how, yeah. how much weight do you want to put on your head at one time? Yeah, that's that's my only that's that's the only thing, you know. I'm showing a video right now from the Looking to Build Four, um, and it looks like you have a 360. So I guess you're using no 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 not me. Oh okay. Uh, so someone else was jumping a 360. I think oh. Guru did a couple oh. of jumps. Guru did a couple. Carlos camera. Pedro was also right. jumping an Insta 360. I see that I, now. If you cool. watch that edit, yeah. you'll like there are probably five different cameras from each jump. Probably more. Yeah, yeah probably more. Yeah. Is that Presenio? Is that the guy you introduced me to? Carlos Presenio or something like Carlos Presenio, Carlos Pedro. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah yeah super nice yeah. guy man super super yeah. fun fella. We have known each other for 20 years same as. Same as, you know, Claudio. All the Venezuelans. All the Venezuelans. <laughs> Pedro and I, we met in high school. No shit. Yeah. Skydiving or not skydiving? No, not skydiving. We were Life. kids. We were kids. That's awesome. Man, that dude yeah. is just ripping the world apart in a good way. Yeah. I and mean, he's just cruising. Do you know who Carlos Pedro is? Carlos Bass? Pedro Bass. Yeah, yeah, yeah dude. Super yeah, friendly yeah. guy. Yeah, yeah. Red Bull guy. Uh, just absolutely out there having he's a good in time. Arizona. Badass. He's doing badass shit, man. Yeah, he's yeah. do he's doing well, and the neatest thing is when you introduce me to him, I already knew his name just because on social media he really does a good job presenting yeah, himself. He does great, yeah. And then you see him at all these super big events and all these things going on, and then you meet a dude like that, and he was just as chill and as laid back and as, as he, low yeah, key as they could be, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So so yeah. really really nice dude. He can fly. Any yeah, I forget what event it was, but whoever was at that event could fly. It was one of those. Oh yeah, we yeah. were here at Looking to Build last year. Yeah, yeah. When's he, Looking he to Build here? supposed to be? August sixth, uh, August that, something. Yeah, I don't know. August uh, six something. I see you might be going to PIA. Speaking of August, maybe possibly, maybe possibly. Um, Adam shoot me an email and uh, we're we're on conversations. Nice, nice. Nick, I'd uh, love to, man. Do you know if the drops are thinking about going to PIA? Is there anything you can talk about? Uh, I, I honestly don't know. There hasn't been a conversation about it. I don't think we've had a proper meeting since they really finalized those dates. So it, it may it may come up, but uh, I have I have no idea uh, if me or anyone else from the drop zone is going. So uh, just a little bit of catching they up. They can send people. me. I can represent the drop zone. <laughs> people right. listening to the show, uh, PIA symposium, our trade show is every two years, February ish, uh, every odd year, February twenty twenty one. Uh, because of COVID, it got postponed and pushed off. Um, so now it's August 30th through September 3rd, the busiest time of the Northern Hemisphere, has the trade show in the Northern Hemisphere. So like, what do you think about that? Um, I mean, first, it's going to happen. It didn't happen last year. Oh, it's it's uh, it's definitely going to happen. They're yeah, making it run. It's, it, I mean, it's already confirmed. It's, it's exactly. already on. Things it's are going booked. to happen. Last year, a lot of things didn't happen. So I'm glad it's going to happen. Yeah. Um, for some people, may not be the best time, uh, but you know, for the industry, it it's always a good time. I I I kind of question for the industry. Just talking to various friends. Um, just uh, partially manufacturers can't afford to lose staff that time of year and their marketing team is out doing busy things etc oh there are so many events yeah yeah so many things for people to do um 
also a lot of jumpers. I don't I don't think a lot of people are going to show up because what full-time rigger or skydiver is going to take a week off in the busiest time of year trying to save it for yeah, the winter, especially right? in the north, yeah. So I, I just, uh, I, I tend to think it's going to be limited. Um, I do think manufacturers should be there. Um, I've, I've heard a lot of them going in limited capacities. They're still going to be there, but in yeah. smaller groups. If you're not there, you're not there. Yeah. You know, you're, you're not. But dude, if I were a fun, if I were a sponsored jumper, if I were a fun jumper, this is the year I would go to PIA. Yeah. Because think about all these manufacturers you want to be in front of, you want to meet, you want to talk to, you want to build your current relationship with or create a relationship with. You're going to get a lot more time. You're going to get a lot more opportunity. Yeah. Where it's, it's it could be super busy. Better than an email or a phone call. That's, yeah. Be there. Most PIA years, it's super busy, and the chance to get as much one-on-one time with Exposure, these people is super yes. limited. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. This year, for for those of you who can make it, and I know it's a select group, I know it's hard to take off in the summer, man, but this is a great year to go meet it's a great and opportunity. get to know people. It, it really is. So I know I'm going to be there um, with a couple people, and I hope to see you there. Yeah, I really want to go. I don't really see Spaceland doing it, and I don't blame the drop zone one bit, man. Let's let's go ahead and take some of our key people who help operate yeah. and run the DZ. When you're the doing a hundred times a, a day, year. you can't. Yeah. Yeah. What, what do you think the uh, appeal is for a drop zone to attend PIA? Military contracts, hundred percent tracked in the military. It, PIA more than anything else is about the military. Um, now they're trying to do in this uh, the symposium. PIA is an industry, is is an association. The symposium has been very geared to riggers and military. Um, most manufacturers build great relationships there with the military. Um, the last three to four events, they've done a better job of, of pushing and marketing towards the sport jumpers and having better seminars for sport jumpers. And, and they're, I say they've been trying. They've been doing a very good job of it. So um, um, I forget what the question was exactly. Uh, why should a drop zone be at PIA? Oh, yeah. But, yeah, it's the, really the big appeal is to build that relationship for drop zones with military customers, for military uh, units and groups to see what drop zones support military. It, it's a lot of... And what are your capabilities? And yeah. There's a lot of military deals done at PIA. That I absolutely am sure of. So, um, Skydive Arizona is going to be there. And bet money that Larry Hill is there to talk to military folks because you're not going to... Con- yeah. Larry Hill doesn't need to tell a fun jumper what Skydive Arizona is. I mean, we all it's know true. what Skydive Arizona is. Larry Hill's got a fucking brand there. He's got Nike. You know, Spaceland is Reebok, you know, uh, Chicago. They're all these big names. Larry doesn't need to push to the fun jumpers, but the military, they don't know who Scott of Arizona is. So Scott of Arizona, Paris Valley are usually Paris. there. Uh, Paraclete, I think, was there. You hung from the bar from uh, Chicago last year. Scott of Chicago, I won that jersey. What's up? Are yeah. oh, you dead? <laughs> nice. I wonder how many they gave out. That's another one of my favorite places to jump, man. I've only jumped there once, man. It's beautiful. Yeah. Have yeah. you you jumped Chicago? Yeah, 2011, I think. Were you high on brownies? No, that was uh, that was a one-time <laughs> deal at Lodi. Or butt drugs? Uh, no, no butt drugs. That was that was before butt stuff. It's, it, it it was all it was same. I mean, about the history of, of I met Roger. I jumped with Roger. Uh, met obviously Melissa and Brooke. You know, younger. Uh, so it was a, it was, if it, it feels like home to being a Scott of Chicago, so that's pretty cool. What, uh, the, the drop zone where you started in Venezuela, does that still exist? I don't know. What's the name? I'm going to Google it. Uh, it's, well, no, actually, let me, 
a little bit of history. Uh, I started jumping in a drop zone that was owned by a cousin of mine. Uh, and that that's one of the reasons one of the reasons that I, why I started jumping. He he had that drop zone. He he died in a plane crash uh years and years and years later. Oh, um but I started with him, he was my instructor, and then he moved to the US. He was another camera flyer. So he moved to the US. Uh and I kept jumping in some in smaller drop zones in Venezuela. Uh, I think one of those is still open. Uh, and then I worked at what was Skydive Venezuela uh, for years before I moved here. So, and d- is that a drop zone that's still going? Skydive Venezuela looks like it's it uh, yeah. that drop zone was sold and closed, and then they opened a different drop zone with a different name, and it uh, it got all weird involved with the government and things like that. So uh, I don't want to talk about that drop zone. <laughs> okay. <Yeah>. We <laughs> we're not I mean, going to jump there. That's for yeah, sure. Well we're not going. The, some of the owners are yeah, like sons uh, of the, of Maduro, the dictator. Right? Yeah. The so fuck so him. So it's all crooked now. Fuck him. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Is there you anyone? never know. Like I, everyone, every Venezuelan person that I know or have met, everyone seems to be super against Maduro. But <laughs> there is a reason. Yeah, but but surely like... Hey, uh, lots of people were against Trump, but if you talked to a different group of people, you were going to hear people that were in support of what he was doing. Yeah, do, well, do those people th- exist? To to be honest with you, the only people that may be in favor of that guy are millionaires mm-hmm. because of them, because of them, because of their special treatment yeah. that they get off of it. Yeah. Because they make money off of them. And everything in Venezuela seems like it's intertwined, right? Like it just keeps going down and down and down. It's like there's no separation. Yeah, we always think, okay, this is as low as you can get. And then we find new lows. Mm -hmm. Like, holy shit. You know? Yeah. My dad talks a lot about it. And it's just insane how like so intertwined. How how do you explain? I mean, again, I'm not a fan of talking politics or anything like that. But how do you explain that the, the country with the biggest oil reservoirs in the planet is, so is the broke. poorest country exactly. of this hemisphere like how so like broke. what do you need to do like how is people dying in the streets of hunger or anything or no medicines no hospitals or anything having so much oil mm-hmm. i don't i don't where does I don't the get money it. go yeah, it's well, not obviously just oil to, too gold as well yeah obviously to people's pockets mm-hmm. you know and that doesn't help well, can I tell you when I think about Venezuela, it's it's Tortuga Island. Oh man, that's probably when, one of the prettiest places that I've when, ever jumped. When Venezuela's all squared away and we can go back, uh, I, w- I want to go jump fucking there with take you, guys. you, Nick. Yeah, perfect. Me too. Yeah, we've got yeah. a lot of offers for that, uh, man. It, it's it. I'm just worried at this point if it'll happen in our days. Yeah, I'm gonna Google it. You know, I it's just, insane. I mean, the waterfalls and I mean, Angel Venezuela Falls. is so beautiful. It's just. I mean, sh- it's a I'm, shame I'm sure if if Venezuela didn't have oil, it could live off of other things, like tourism. I mean, yeah, you, exactly. it, you can grow anything, anything there, mm-hmm. anything, anything. Yeah, well, I'm sure they do. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah. we had Roll on the show. It's been almost four years now because it's you were three. Who was one of our very first guests? Right? Yeah, you're three yeah. and a half years ago, guys. Um, seriously. Go back and find one of our first shows, probably in the first dozen episodes. Raul, Raul Quinones. 
uh, and listen. It's a long show, guys, but it is all about uh, uh, Venezuela and what's going on. It is the eighth uh, most biodiverse nation in the world. It has the eighth most amount of species of life in the world. Like you said, it could live off tourism alone. They lead, and I don't know if it's current today, but in the last few years it's been true, they lead asylum requests in the United States over any country in the world, including China, which nothing necessarily wrong with China, but billions of people versus a very small country. There's something dramatically going wrong in Venezuela. And, and man, listen to Raul's story. Listen to what it is. And you can talk politics here all you want because I absolutely... uh, I love my Venezuelan friends. I except for Pedro, fuck him. <laughs> Pedro's phenomenal. He's Pedro, got the man. hair, dude. I love that hair. Um, uh, it, it's you guys have always been wonderful. You've been friends, and and I grew a heart. My sister, I don't know if I ever shared with you. Um, we both have separately found an identity to Venezuela. She has done mission trips to Venezuela. Oh, nice. Uh, nice. Over her life, and she has a very large attachment to Venezuelan yeah. people. So. I don't know Man, what it we're, is. We're, you know, uh, are sexy. It, it has to be. Oh yeah, we are. We know that too. Yushka? <laughs> <laughs> Man. Ah. Um, I mean, we before all this, before these twenty years, we didn't have to go anywhere. You know, like we will come on tourist visa and come for events and jump or whatever, or come and buy things that. It was easier to come and get them than just taking them there or buying them there. But we had great universities. We had, I mean, technology. We had everything. Everything. We didn't have to, you know, migrate. And now if you don't, you're fucked. What do you think uh, was the the turning point for things uh, going from great in Venezuela to not so great? Ah, uh, fuck, man. Uh, it's so so many things. Chavez. You know, yeah, Chavez. Uh, I don't know. I he's dead. Thanks God. Thank God. Or if there's a, I mean, whatever. Uh, I give. But, the, and tell me if I'm wrong in this this line. But the short of the the, the shortest version to say it is Castro got influenced with some of the Venezuelan leaders, Castro or uh, Chavez. Uh, Maduro yeah. is a it's, offspring you know, said that, not what, child. What, but. Yeah, yeah it's exactly. just resentment. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. all it was, resentment. Yeah. You know, uh, I don't know the how he Chavez grew up or, or why he hated the country so much. You know, because that's the only reason I, I can see to destroy your people is that you hate, you hate your country. I, I mean... There's, I don't know, I don't know what else, you know, I don't know what to tell you. I, I could, yeah, because back to it, everything we hear about the country is beautiful, the people are beautiful. I sometimes wonder if Venezuelans are all very wonderful uh, people to be around just because you're super happy that you're not in Venezuela right now because of the shit going on there. But I often Man. believe no, it's just genuine, genuinely, no, we, really. We're we're genuine, yeah. yeah. I mean, um, we're we're genuinely happy. Dude, Why I'm, not? I mean, 
dude was cutting my wood at Home Depot, and he had a Venezuelan like flag on his clothes somewhere or something. I forget how it was. I'm like, yeah, dude, you from Venezuela? How do you know, man? I'm like, the flag. And he was shocked, and we had we had a good chat. And he was like any one of my other Venezuelan buddies. He was just You're calling each other Marico. Marico. Yeah. <laughs> no brother. Brother. No brother. No brother. <laughs> yeah, this random guy at Home Depot. Marico. You're like, what? <laughs> Man, it, it, it's such a. I, I can't wait. I, I'm back to it. I'm scared that it's never going to end. You know, it, it's. I'm, I'm afraid that I've, not in I've, our lifetime. I've been saying out loud in public. Give me a Barrett and fifty, 50 call fifty rounds. I'll help. Mm-hmm. <laughs> as long as you guarantee that I can either come back or the safety of my next generation. You know. Yeah. I play Call of Duty. I can do it, <laughs> man. Good vibes out there because I really want to visit Vene- yeah. visit Venezuela. Yeah, yeah, it's pretty. Mm-hmm. It's pretty, very pretty. Yeah, one day we'll get to go. Yeah, fingers man. crossed. Before yeah. our beards fall out like the rest of our hair. Yeah. What What's the most beautiful place to you in all of Venezuela? I don't know. What do you want? You want <laughs> mountains? Everything. You You want beaches? What you stands want out to you personally? Your Your personally Jesus. Most beautiful spot. Fuck, man. And you know, I <laughs> no. You have to pick one. No, fuck, man. I. <laughs> I I would get out of my parents' house when I was a kid, and I turned around and had eleven thousand foot mountain behind my house. Yeah, like shit. I mean, behind that mountain, some of the prettiest beaches that you can go. And if you travel anywhere, you you can have, you know, what what do you want? You want you want desert? You you got we got it. You want snow? Yeah, we got it too. You want you know. Huge mountains, you want lakes. What do you want? Yeah, everything. Flatlands, everything. Yeah. Uh, it's it's crazy. It's fucking crazy. It's what, what's your favorite country? mountain view in Venezuela where you grew up? Um probably not. The 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 mountain view in Caracas, probably the most iconic mm-hmm. that anybody will tell you. Uh, any Venezuelan will tell you. Mountains in Caracas, skydiving in Tortuga. Yeah, we're doing it, mm-hmm. and then Angel Falls. I mean, uh, yeah, Angel Falls is really you, iconic. You can't. Also. Yeah, well, you saw you saw the movie Up. Up yeah, yeah, that yeah. that's basically what it is. It's like a butte that like you guys have here. Some of those structures. The thing is, if if you think the the buttes here are big, those that we have there are on steroids. Man, they're insanely big. Like uh, I, I, we made a few jumps uh, in a place called Jirag, and the top of the mountain, like we will jump uh, somewhere else and you'll see the top of the, the mountain is at 3,000 feet. Like you could not wear an altimeter and open at the top of the mountain and you're at three grand. <laughs> it's like fucking crazy. And it's beautiful. So, I mean, there, there's, there, there's too much. I mean, you, you have to go. I want to. Yeah, I know. I mean, I, like I want to go with my Venezuelan friends. Yeah, like, man. Just, like feel connected to to the cult like the the one of the best trips I've ever had we went to Germany and a friend his name's Steve Schlenzig he designed the the video editing software that we use space Oh yeah yeah cool and working, I remember that working together we we became buddies and then Sam and I went to Germany and met up with him in Berlin and man he took us all around the city showed us all the cool Badass. stuff and like to know someone who was local and who you know spoke the language we didn't have to worry about you know feeling lost or whatever he took us to every everything that any stupid tourist would, would want to <laughs> see and then t- took us to the things that he also really liked. Yeah. 
yeah. about uh, about uh, the city. Yeah, yeah it was super cool. And if I think about that that experience with my Venezuelan with all friends, the Venezuelans yeah, that are here, what a great time. Fuck yeah, man. Yeah. Definitely, it'll be awesome. So I don't. You, you've talked about work a couple of times since we've been sitting here. Uh, I, I imagine you doing work now. I think about you taking pictures of like I imagine like corporate people's headshots. That's what I think. I do a fair share of that. I I do a fair share of that. Um, I have you know obviously since the pandemic, a lot of things have changed, and mm-hmm. I've have to you know uh, move around doing different things. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, I've been doing a lot of a lot more cinematography these days than just plain photography. Mm-hmm. Um, so I got to do well. I work with J Lo. Uh, really? A couple of years ago, I, I, I interviewed. I I set up the interview. Um, Ori hooked me up with some with a TV channel from Israel, uh, and they sent a few. There were a few reporters from uh, for her fiftieth uh, birthday tour, whatever. Jesus, we're all getting old. I know. <laughs> Even Beyonce. <laughs> yeah. So. Um, so he hooked me up with these people, and I set up the interview, lights, microphones, cameras, and everything. Uh, and there were a few reporters from like uh, Israel, Russia, uh, China, d- people uh, that came here for the concert that was following her for her tour in their countries and stuff like that. So I got to me- I got to meet her. And you know, I I I'm, I'm not a fan. I mean, I didn't know her story or but you'd bounce her, a quarter off or, that booty oh yeah who <laughs> wouldn't i mean are you kidding me I, I hope i'm that fit when i'm 50 mm-hmm. are you kidding me that's three hours of her dancing her ass off in that oh, scenario it's off. insane it's still there i you you gotta be really fit for that Is, she's on that uh world of dance show do you guys wa- have you guys watched that have not no sam loves that shit she was uh, stu- like she was in a dance crew when she was younger. Oh uh, yeah, and so uh, <laughs> I, I would tell you, is that is this, this a stereotypical Asian thing? Is that what's funny? Straight up Filipino thing, hundred yeah, yeah. yeah, percent fucking Filipino thing. They did that. That's awesome. But so she is all about she dance. Like I have to watch Dancing with the Stars or whatever. But the world of dance like is is actually super entertaining. Yeah. So like, is it better than Dancing with the Stars? Oh, 100 percent. Okay. Yeah, it's actually like talented. Like Dancing with the Stars, <laughs> you take one talented dancer at a celebrity and try and yeah. make them do a good job. Never. But like these that. are like people who have dedicated their entire They're lives the to dance. 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 Yeah. Where's it called That's again? Badass. World of Dance. World I'm, I'm of Dance. Certain. Actually, I remember seeing that. J Lo, and then. Uh, God, I don't even remember. Derek Man, something. She's, I don't she's know. The, I don't know. Super talented. She can dance. She can sing. She can act. I mean, I learned a lot about her during that interview that I had no fucking clue. Yeah, she's super down to earth. And you know, it, that's what yeah. I mean. She's not a diva at all. I mean, obviously, I mean, she has a train of people doing a lot of shit for her. Uh, but it, that was the, one of the things that surprised me the most. Like s- how down to earth she was and how much help she she does for other people too that's mm-hmm. pretty awesome um so I've, I've i did that um i've been doing during pandemic i i had a client that works with the houston government so um, i filmed a few of the commercials for the vaccine uh 
promoting the vaccine in Spanish and English and things like that. I interviewed a few doctors and things like that for that commercial. I, I saw, I was watching something on my iPad the other day uh, and I saw the commercial. I'm like, holy shit, I filmed that. That's pretty <laughs> awesome. That's awesome. Nice. That's badass. Cool. Yeah. That's I funny. love when, it, when I see my work like in what it was supposed to be. Yeah. You know? Yeah, yeah that's like pretty it. awesome. It feels really good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, like, oh, shit, it's not that bad. Yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> I feel like that's the best time to judge a thing you've you've made is when you're like, your brain is outside of the process of making it. And then it. all of a sudden you exactly. see it. Yeah, because you forget all the clips you didn't use yeah. and you forget about that, you know, that part that was kind of wonky. And, and you're not sitting editing all day. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So it's know? not, all, all those parts aren't still glued into your brain. Yeah. It's like you've forgotten about it enough yeah. to just yeah. experience like, like someone else Yeah. Might. Yeah, yeah, that was that was that was pretty cool. That was a pretty cool moment. That was uh, maybe a couple of weeks ago or last week. That was pretty. Nice. You have anything exciting coming up that you're working on? Uh, you need uh, another camera guy. <laughs> you know, you know. Whenever I need a camera guy, I call you first. Yeah, but the, you're the, busy, the man. The few events we did together were a lot of fun. Yeah, they were I, shitty I, as shit. I <laughs> mean, I don't care. <laughs> Do you remember the kids' concert? That, yeah, that was, was awesome, dude. That, that was, was super awesome. That was painful. Not for me. I was, I, I was those kids. <laughs> yeah, you know, yeah, yeah, you know yeah, that yeah. I, I played music when I yes, was a kid. Yes, we played yes. tons of shitty I shows. Mean, it was fun, <laughs> but the music was horrible. Yeah, yeah the music okay. were horrible. <laughs> music wasn't good. I had a shit ton of fun. This is true. This is true. We had a shit ton of fun. I mean, kids are pretty horrible, but I mean, playing music, you know. <laughs> <laughs> but this kids, this kids won. Us. Uh, uh, bad they did yeah, they, they, they succeeded sucked. at being terrible yeah yeah awesome. but that was a lot of fun that was a lot of fun to, uh, we never got paid no no <laughs> I don't way. Really, I don't know. Oh my god! I don't care. <laughs> I don't, I don't care. It was torture. We didn't get paid. Yeah, <laughs> I had fun. I had. I had That's fun. all I remember. Yeah, same. It was same. Same. same that same. Uh, energy conference. You remember that energy? Yes. It was like a big tech, oh, and big, big oil Christ. conference. I yeah. still learned a lot at that conference. That was the first time I ever heard the phrase Internet of Things and talking oh, about yeah, yeah, that, smart that objects yeah. and, and all that. And man, they weren't wrong. It's true. But I felt like, uh, I don't know, I felt like we should be getting paid to smuggle secrets out of that uh, out of that convention. Uh, we may be able to make it happen. Let's go. Let's go <laughs> next year. Yeah, yeah right. Like, I'll get the gig next year. We'll, we'll be yeah. prepared this I got time. the gig. I got the gig for next year. So most of your work comes from pro- project you've, you've completed and people putting in a good yeah. word? Yeah. Um, uh, word of mouth. I mean, in a country like this where technology is top of the line, you think they're all better ways or faster ways to get promoted but word of mouth is still number one and and business cards like you'll think like hey smartphones and this and that but i still hand my business cards and people keep the business cards and call me because of the business card it's crazy Mm -hmm. so i keep making them um but most of the time it's uh they're you know a, a client that i worked with that liked my work and wants to do it again and they call me again and they recommend to me to other people and you know and normally i get clients like that and uh, i have i remember uh i I still today have a client that was my first ever corporate client since i opened my company in 2014 still today is my client and whenever they have events or any headshots or they, they just call me 
That's pretty awesome. That is awesome. Especially when you're working for yourself, having a steady client. Yeah. Money. Yeah. Yeah. That's priceless. Mm -hmm. That's priceless. So, yeah. Is that a goal of yours, working for yourself? Me? Oh, sorry. You're talking about, yeah. Mm, Yeah. Totally. uh, It's scary. Yeah. But do it. I know. Fuck it. Do it. Yeah. I know not having like a paycheck every week, I'm just like, eh, I don't know. Um, Kevin asks, any plans on tracking coaching or camps in the future? Anytime. We we did a few jumps. Boom. Yeah, we did. Yeah. All right. Sweet. Yeah. Um, actually, <laughs> something you and I talked about recently. Yes. And I uh, haven't even uh, thought about talking about this on the show, but... Uh, that's this is the best idea yeah we used to uh i used to offer uh free fall coaching along with the other things we did and this was super super early in the inception of the rating center and it was i would do coach courses and other courses just often enough but not often enough to 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 stay busy so i did free fall uh, coaching as well just anything i could get my hands on and very quickly just stopped having time to do it um, the rating center, we still try to offer free fall coaching, but we've just had limited chances and opportunities. And as the business has grown, I've uh, seen the chances of just like saying, hey, let's let's bring in people like Daniel. So Daniel and I recently had a sit down conversation and uh, we want to help uh, push him a little bit more. We want to help promote what he's doing out there. I've watched him coach a lot. He does a great job communicating with people and still keeping it fun, but productive. So uh, we're offering basically uh, with Daniel any type of coaching. You need some basic fundamental belly coaching. Um, I'll tell you it's not his favorite thing because he just likes to go carve around the sky. He's a badass. But uh, he's great at it, dude. Um, But free fly coaching. That's my favorite thing, man. That's my. I I think if you ask me today what my favorite favorite things in the sport are, uh, I'll probably go first take photos of badasses doing their badass shit. Because then I see my photos in like UPT or or LMB or SSK. Mm-hmm. When when you guys when they post my work, I'm like, yeah, I made it. You know, that was me. Or I, when I see my work on a magazine, and be like, oh, that's that feels really good. That's that's my number one thing. Like if you ask me what I want to do today, I want to go to events. I want to travel to different events and take photos of that shit. Uh, and then my next favorite thing that is very close to that is coaching. I don't know. I always liked, uh, I always liked teaching. Uh, I, I loved doing AFF when I did AFF, STPs at the drop zone. That was my favorite thing. Um, and I love coaching. You know, I, we never, I, I still today learn. I've been jumping for 25 years and I still today learn new things. I mean... You never stop learning, and that's one of the things I like the most about the sport too. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, sending that information, that knowledge to the next generation, it, it feels great. And having people, you know, I always, I always bring up, for example, Megan. Megan was my SCP student. Megan Hildreth, squats. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I call her squats. <laughs> Megan was my SCP student, and. Today she's badass, right? Look at Chulo. Chulo was my AFF student. No way. Yeah, Chulo was my. AFF and now student. he can pack. And now he can pack. <laughs> Chulo and was he my d- AFF. He does. Uh, he does AFF and he does video. You know. So for me, like that's 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 awesome. Yeah, that's awesome. If I can see, you know, Megan doing shit like that, uh, 
Cody Prentice, we did a lot of coaching. Look where he is right now. He's a shredder, man. Nice. Yeah. So yeah. that's that's the great feeling of it. You know, not only that I love teaching, but then when you see these newer generations that learn from you at least something that they're now part of your group. Yeah. Fuck yeah, man. That feels awesome. Spreading and, and spread spreading the passion, spreading the sport. Um, yeah. Spreading the gospel, man. It, it, it's it, yeah. to a point there is an evangelism. Uh, do you know Guy Kawasaki? The name Guy Kawasaki. Yeah. Um, he was uh, one of Apple's first, if not Apple's first, software evangelists. They originally called their salespeople software yeah. evangelists, and it's it's to spread the gospel of a brand of a product. It's it's so true. Now I I happen to own some Apple products, but I own PCs otherwise, Windows stuff. So I'm not one or the other. But there are a lot of people who have the newest iPhone because it's an Apple. They have the watch because it's an Apple. They they, they are sold to the brand, the product. And yeah, it, it works. It's, it's simple. It's great. And yeah. and that's what we get to do in skydiving. You as the manager, I think the reason you like to talk to people about their first skydiving experience, complete strangers, is because you were so sold on selling skydiving, um, not as not as a business. But as a lifestyle, as, as a an pleasure, experience, as an yeah. experience. Mm-hmm. I can justify, justify giving my whole life away to it if I can convince someone else that it's, uh, it's awesome. Yeah, exactly. That is worth it. It's that cool, yeah. Yeah, man. I'm with you in that. I'm uh, glad to know sitting here you feel like you're throwing you your life away. Thanks. Yeah. <laughs> I've invested my life in this thing. Yeah. Yeah. Same. 25 years of my life I've been throwing myself out of planes. That's crazy. Oh, yeah. 24. So go backwards, Chulo is your AFF instructor? Yeah. I'm your grandpappy. I, know, I was going to say. <laughs> That's so wait awesome. a minute, or her parents, because you taught Chulo. I was his AFF examiner. Oh, yeah. So I mean. So you're my, you're my grandparents. Look at Erin. Erin <laughs> is an examiner. Gosh. I was, I, I met Erin when she was probably 17, 16 years old or something like that. 17. And. She is an examiner today, and I was her evaluator when she became an AFF instructor. <laughs> that was pretty badass, and look at her right now. Yeah, She has way more jumps than I do. She's way more experienced than I do. Look and at she's Buzz. You know Buzz, yeah. right? Javier. The camera flyer, Javier. Yeah. He was my student. I call his mom, mom. <laughs> that, that's how close... That's how close I lived. Literally, almost lived in his house. Like, uh, yeah, right. I ate a lot of his food. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like, Looks hey. like you've been eating more of it lately. Yeah, I know. No, <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Um, but yeah, man, I I taught him how to skydive, and now he's way better than me. And he works for PD, and he's he he does video and photos for PD, which is fucking awesome. I's, I'm proud of that kid too. Totally. Yeah. So you're just spreading the legacy of skydiving and being great. Yeah. 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 I like that. I like I like to see that, you know, mm-hmm. when 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 you help someone, you know, find the, the path and you teach him a little bit or something. Obviously, hey, the all these people that I mentioned today, they can teach me today. You know, and that's pretty awesome. Like if they don't if they aren't if they don't get better than me, that's I fail. You know, so that's why I feel. What mm-hmm. what a great way to look at it. Yeah. yeah. And what a what a great way to make me feel better about all the people I've seen pass me up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, man. I helped you guys. That's the only reason you're better than me. Man, it uh, uh I sit in the same boat as as Daniel. There are people who have far succeeded what I've done and far succeeded my experience levels. 
And I've had my own impact in the sport, but to watch how exponentially I've gotten to affect the sport and lives, I, it's this sport has dramatically changed my life. This sport has dramatically changed my outlook on life and in a large part due to the ability to learn to focus and harness fear and, and, and deal with all those what ifs in your brain. And then in the biggest part to the diversity of people I've met. I was, I was just talking to a dude the other day about how you don't have to agree politically or religiously uh, to still be friends. And I actually I said, didn't give one of my closest buddies, religiously, we have no agreements, probably. I don't know completely, but we just don't give a fuck. He's a good dude or he's not. The only way, though, <laughs> is that you are from Venezuela and you are pro Maduro shit. That will stab you. <laughs> then you know. Stab yeah, you. I, I could get I'll that. I'll fucking There's stab the, you. There, we found the boundary. We found yeah. it. I, I have a boundary. Holy shit, I found a boundary. That's right. <laughs> but m- most Venezuelan people I know have the exact same boundary. Yeah. Right. And several of our friends have actually fought, like literally fought for, for that battle. So it's crazy, man. Yeah. But I, I love the fact that I get to look around and see the people that I've got to affect. Marion Sparks for me is, is one of the most classic examples of somebody who went through a hard time in life and turned around and got to do better because yeah. of skydiving. Um, I, there's quite a few young jumpers out there right now that I've seen struggle through whatever they're getting through. And, and you a lot of times see the confidence in skydiving, give people confidence in life and you see yeah. people succeed and do better at whatever they want. I see, I, yeah. I, I tell people like, if you jump out of a plane, what can you not do now? You know, you threw yourself out of a perfectly good airplane. There's no such thing, but you, you threw yourself out of a plane. What? stops you now like what can you not do man it's an empowering so, sport no doubt about yeah. it i can't swim very well We're but you can now that. but you <laughs> can now no, you that's a, that uh that doesn't help me at all that's a like very it definitely it definitely deeply instilled fear our, our <laughs> sport like if you if you you know beat that fear to jump out for the first time even though even even if it's in a tandem you're doing a tandem jump you still jumping out of a fucking right. plane right mm-hmm. so your your fear limit will move mm-hmm. you know and so a lot of the things that were past that fence are now on this side that's how i see it so you can reach more things and and if you keep jumping if you keep doing something else like it, it happens with other sports too you know i see it with my son uh when we ride bikes every time he's doing better jumps Every time he's doing higher shit, shit that I'm scared of, <laughs> that I don't do, he can do it way better than me. So, you know, every time I see him conquer something, it's like, okay, that fence moved a little bit. Right. You know? So, like, maybe going up to a new friend and, and doing something scary or whatever at Or at kicking school, Pedro in the junk. Yeah. yeah is less scary yeah. because he's like, well, I just Absolutely. did that jump. And yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's 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 exactly how I see it, and uh, it's a great example. Exactly. Yeah. Man, your kid has grown up a lot. Man, he's almost as high as you, as tall. That's as not good. Gi- the next time I see him, I bet he's gonna be taller than me, <laughs> dude. It's crazy. <laughs> I ain't seen him in a while, and I didn't recognize yeah. him at all. Yeah, dude, it, it was a it was a trip. I introduced myself. I said, "You probably don't remember me." He was honest, not, but yeah. he was super respectful yeah. when I explained who I was to him. Um, what a what a good human being. A little green bean. Little green bean. Yeah, man, a little string bean for yeah. sure. For He's sure, shredding man. that little kid. And I like that. He and doesn't have it, that the rule is that he doesn't have video games. 
Oh, that's awesome. Fuck, fuck video games. I'm out. <laughs> I don't know, man. I mean, you can when when you when you grow up, you can decide if you want a PlayStation yeah. or whatever. Exactly. He has an iPad because he needs it for school for school, and that that's one of my ways to communicate with him. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But uh, we play outside, man. We just fucking go outside, just, climb that tree, fall off that bike. Fuck it, let's yeah. go. It's just easy for kids, I think, to get so wrapped up into it. It's easier like for parents kid. to have the kids sitting there without having them True. to do their job. Yeah, exactly. Hey, distraction. I, I don't want to distract him. I wanna. I'm when I'm here. I'm when I'm with him. I'm ten. Mm-hmm. That's what I like the most. So when I'm with him, I'm his same age. And you, you probably see it because we joke. Al- yeah, I know. Mm-hmm. We joke a shit ton mm-hmm. together, so we yeah. we make fun of people. Yeah, too. that's awesome. So <laughs> you know, see, I'm 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 ten when I'm with that kid. So fuck it, let's go outside, let's play, and let's do something. We play baseball, we play soccer. I'd love to see you, Ramiro, uh, Pedro, and Daniel together. We're yeah, about four kids wreaking havoc around the whole Man, schoolyard. Yeah, those kids. Uh, Rodrigo, Rodrigo, Rodrigo and little Daniel, they met when they were two years old or something. When Pedro first came here, that's when they really started hanging out together. <laughs> they're, they're good friends. They're, I mean, they're 10. Uh, they may go in the same, they may or may not, I don't know, go in the same school next year. So break that shit. <laughs> yeah. Tear it apart. <laughs> man, those two boys are going to be a wrecking ball. Yeah. <laughs> go for it, man. I mean, if they call me from school, I, I, I tell him I'll defend you. Like, I, it, it may be wrong, but I'll defend you. We will talk between you and me later. I'll kick your ass but myself, but I'll, I'll defend kick you on myself, but nobody will know. Exactly. But I'll defend you in front of anybody. Like so Dude, my dad. Get in fucking trouble. Fuck it. My dad <laughs> would get called about things I would do wrong in school. I. I got suspended for a day, and so the same day, the school took a bunch of kids out on this trip, and it was out to a sandbar. This was in Hawaii. They hit lunch, and then they took the kids out to a sandbar to to play and have a good time. So me and my buddy just decided to go play with everybody. We're suspended from school. You can't tell us we can't be here. This is a public place. So they called my dad and was like, hey, your son was suspended. Yeah, you can't tell 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 me what my kid can and can't do. Thanks. And then hangs up the phone and says, did you go to the sandbar? Would you tell me next time so they don't just call yeah, me? Yeah, so, I, so I don't find out because yeah. of someone else. I got in trouble, but dad would defend me and then turn around and yeah. tell me what was the reality of it. Yeah. <laughs> in any, you know, in any school here, I mean, happy Father's like Day. Like I said, like, yeah. <laughs> happy belated Father's yeah, Day. Yeah, thank you. Um, like, like uh, I, I don't know, I, 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 some other, some, a lot of things from, from cultural are different from my country, you know, like we didn't grow up with, you know, school being wor- we would be worried about bullying and things like that when we were kids. Uh, we got bullied a shit on, we just didn't cry about it. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I, I told my kid, and that's one of the things that I tell him, like, like, don't let anybody fuck with you. Like, don't let anybody bully you. Do whatever you need to do. I'll go to the school and defend you in front of her. Like if you fucked up, you will know from me that you fucked up. Mm-hmm. But if not, don't let anybody hit you or do anything to you. You do what you need to do to defend yourself and then we'll talk. Kids carrying a shiv. Mm-hmm. 
<laughs> are you saying that his son has a knife? Is that what you're saying? Yeah, man, a prison knife. Don't know. Not <laughs> not a prison wallet. Not in a prison wallet. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> a prison wallet. <laughs> <laughs> and we've come full circle. It's yeah, back, back to, to suppository. Yeah, here we go. <laughs> Oh, Jesus. <laughs> no, but for real, man. I mean, do whatever you need to do to defend yourself. Don't let anybody, you know, any anybody fuck with you. Yeah. Your peace did, of mind. Did you get in fights as a kid? I did. Yeah, I always lost, but I always fought. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, that, right? That's a good because then yeah. they probably wouldn't. You lost, but then maybe like yeah, next but I time they're, myself, they're not yeah. going to fuck you with know. you the next the thing, time. The, the good thing about us, like you see, you see how we Venezuelans treat each other at the drop zone, right? So, yeah, right. So, so we fuck with each other so bad. (laughs) It's so intense. And sometimes it's so fucking wrong. I I, I mean, I can't say it's wrong. I've seen it go over the line a few times. Yes. Right. But nothing comes after that. Right. I mean, that's how we grew up. Everyone enjoys the fact that it was a joke. And then that's how we, we, that's how we grew up, you know, and maybe maybe even worse i don't know if worse yeah. but that's how we grew up so we we're used to it like you can tell everything you want about my mom i'm not gonna fight you for it yeah <laughs> it's, i'm you just know, gonna laugh with you you know like i think that's why like i enjoy the skydiving community because we do kind of you know joke around and give each other we a go hard over time the line a lot yeah and i think i mean that was comfortable for me because a lot of my high school friends and i were like the, the same kind of yeah. way and and maybe that's yeah a you know, a unique thing or whatever, but I do think that kids nowadays are too soft. Bunch of uptight Karens. Yeah. yeah. So maybe well, it's a generational I thing. Don't know. I don't I'm, know. I'm helping. I'm helping my kiddo with the Joe Mama jokes. Yeah. So, <laughs> right. No, I'm sure yeah. your kid is fine, but like other kids are too yeah. soft. <laughs> I definitely think it's a generational thing because I grew that's up the probably. same way, man. Yeah. It's that's. I mean, the people, the people I know from our same age are not like that. Time out. Yeah. yeah, I need a safe space. Yeah. I'm triggered. Right, I know all of those terms yeah. off, are new. It's thing. crazy. <laughs> Girl balls, like it's, shit. But it's crazy man. to me that those are real words. They say that like it's a thing. Oh, it is. It is a thing. And toxic um, masculinity. And there's all these terms for all toxic. of these things. Toxic. <laughs> you know, there's just like we're so woke now. And, you know, <laughs> I put that in parentheses, y'all. <laughs> Angry bunny rabbits. <laughs> yeah. Well. Anyways, his his winning in the yo mama jokes. So nice. I'm proud. <laughs> Does he say your mama jokes? Yeah. Oh, dude, that's awesome. Every time he comes up that's with some be shit, so new, fun as a parent. You have no idea. <laughs> Next time I see your okay, kid, what is one? What is one? Oh shit, I don't know. <laughs> Next time I see him, I'm gonna ask him to tell me a your mama. Yeah, joke. I'm like, yeah, yeah. I need yeah, your mama yeah. joke. Tell me about he my com- mama. He comes up with some <laughs> shit, and I'm like, no, no, no. You need to refine that. You need to make it shorter <laughs> and sweeter. Like, you know, he came one day with your mama so fat, whatever. And I'm like, yo, your mama so fat that it's easier to jump her than walk around her. <laughs> and he was like bursting out laughing, rolling on the floor. And like, yeah, see, that's how you do this shit. And you take it to school. <laughs> <laughs> I bet he's told that to a bunch of I'm his friends. I'm sure he has. I'm sure he has. Oh man, that's awesome! I learn new jokes, but I forget. I forget jokes. Do you remember any of your mama jokes? <laughs> uh, your mom was so fat when she wore a Malcolm X jacket and bent over a helicopter tried to land. Jeez. That's <laughs> one I remember. That's the only one I remember. 
<laughs> See, I try I try to teach him shorter ones so people don't have to keep up for so long. Yeah. So he's like Your mom's so fat she sat on a rainbow and Skittles popped out. <laughs> That's a new one. I'm telling him. I'm telling him. <laughs> Man, the, I used to the have jump ice over around was good. Jump. I like that one. I know, I like that one too because I really got a good mental. Image. Yeah, that's yeah. the whole like, point. The older so kids would go like, "Whoa!" <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's exactly what yeah. I wanted. Good, you got the reaction. Yeah. You wanted. Did you guys know that kid growing up that you'd say your mom joke to, and he'd take it way too? Why the fuck are you talking about my mom? Do you know that kid? Yeah, I knew that. I knew one of those. Oh kids. fuck! It's like, dude, you can't take that shit. Well, I don't yeah, but that's the thing, mom. you know, in my school. <laughs> Uh, or when I was growing up, like school, high school, like middle school, whatever, you, we had those kids, but we just fucked with them more, and they got cured. They stopped caring, yeah, and they 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 joined, and then now yeah, like wh- what does I, that you know say? I fuck with Pedro all the time, and you know or Fernando or Chulo, but I mean, Mainly he Chulo. just, he just, yeah, he just, <laughs> he just bounces back and then it stops See, there. It's I just, think, we just I laugh. Think that's just a point about humanity and maybe something that, that exists in skydiving and why we all get together. So get along so well is because, Hey, when you, when you just refuse to be offended by anything yeah. and you find humor and everything, <laughs> then everyone just gets along. Yeah. And then I feel like you're just like a happier person, you know, how can like, you not be? You're I laughing mean, at somebody like, you know, you know, a good friend of mine, good, Good camera flyer had a canopy accident. Uh, he's he's not jumping anymore. But really good friend of mine, friend of Pedro and Fernando. He used to work with us at Skyla Venezuela. He used to say like, "I'll self, you know, I'll do it to myself so nobody fucks with me." So when whenever he like he fell or something, he made fun of himself, and then. People won't make fun of him. Yeah, exactly. You know, Dude, and it was just comical. It was just funny as shit. The best thing to do when you fucking eat shit on a landing is take up, stand up, look at the Laugh. spectator area, and take a bow. Mm. Yeah. Dude, I, I don't eat shit on landing very often, but if I do, I will stand up and take a bow because everybody's cheering and enjoying it. And there's, might there's, as well laugh with them. I've, I've seen people doing shitty landings and taking a bow thinking that they look good. But yeah, some, sometimes some of you people, yeah, those wipeouts. That's a way better If you way land and get it. wipeouts, you should probably just like look for some canopy coaching. <laughs> TheRatingCenter.com, just saying. Plug. So, yeah, man, I, I mean, plugs. We, we make fun of each other, but we grew up that way, and uh, it's, it's just fun. It's just fun, and obviously, you know, uh, if if... I mean, our serious conversations are about something else, you know, like life or whatever. And we still fuck with each other during those conversations. So <laughs> it, it, it makes it better. Yeah. I mean, they, they end up being your, your better friends because you yeah. can fuck with each other. Yeah. 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 So. Man, uh, it is turning close to that pumpkin time. We are getting a uh, man. It, it's almost July. Jesus. So it's almost time to start planning the film festival. I start I start all that real planning in July. You know, I do have a solid idea, I think, oh. for a video. Do bring it, whatever your plan and style is. I don't care. I'd like to just know it. Like, in other words, you know I'm on that space thing, but I just don't give a fuck. And I do have I an idea. And I keep, saying, I, mean, yeah, I keep I, saying that this year I'm going to get in, this year I'm going to get in, but for some reason I don't. So what? So what? Can you talk so about your idea? Now. I don't. I don't want to. I don't want to put it out there just yet. Boom. I think we talked about it at one point. I briefly mentioned yeah. it, and I think that that idea has developed uh, 
one level deeper. I bet you can see that movie in your head. I can see very it right now, clearly. Yeah. yeah. I, <laughs> I love this because he usually like I think you're a little bit more uh envisioned this year than last year. This year you seem a little bit more in tune. I mean, last year the the Mario one I had the idea for a long time. I just couldn't get around to making it. Yeah. Mo- mostly like I I might make you help me, Daniel. Yeah, like, yeah, absolutely, man. Part Fuck of it, yeah. like I need to be in front of the camera, and most of what I filmed of me in front of the camera for the Mario one was just the tripod and me doing it, right? And uh, so I can do some of this idea that way, but I feel like a lot of it. And I no, I guess I don't need to be in a ton of it. I'd be happy to operate a camera as well. Okay, I just it just has to be. I just have to be able to be silly. And I got to get other people to be willing to be silly. We've got some friends. Cool. I know some people. So yeah. it's space themed, you're thinking, right? Oh, I don't know about this. this. No, 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 no this but yours. like The poster. Uh, the for poster. some odd reason, I want the poster to have some space galaxy yeah. okay, cool. robot sex doll theme. Yeah, because... Wait a some, minute. Some. Hold on a second. Well, we know why you're excited. That escalated quickly. <laughs> I know. I, I, like, blew, I wasn't even listening. Because... <laughs> it's like I'm married to her. <laughs> because the film festival from last year, right there next to Mr. Angulo, and then you had your... Um, video one so i thought you did that on purpose yeah that was on purpose because okay, okay. i expressed to dj i think i shared with him the song yes okay and that's where it became uh video game themed gotcha but uh, I was like, that the worked other out well okay. <laughs> that's oh, the yeah. only one i think that worked that way no but the the boom box that also came from the song yes it did actually the, the, yes, it did. the remix of yes uh superstitious okay yeah but the other two are just posters right? yeah the first, the, the first two are just random Adam Buckner throw togethers. I mean, I say random; he does a great job of it. Right, but um, he had to find like the theme. Yeah, he had to yeah. put it together, and then yeah, this one Nick shows me this music, and I'm like, Adam, I want a, I want a boombox, I want the '80s, I want this, I want that. But uh, um, this, he said something, and I'm like, I want old school video game, eight um, bit kind of feel to yeah. it, so you can see where it's got a. Mario Brothers, that's probably like four bit. Yeah, dude, it, it's yeah. There's some it's uh, like Pong bit. Yeah, what was that Pong yeah. was Galaga. Is that the name of that yeah. game? So, man, film festival's coming up. I'm super excited. I'm I'm super jacked. I hope people. Uh, I have an idea too. I just need I just need the actors. I just need yeah. the people to do it. Which reminds me, that is a weekend of an Angles, uh, a movement camp, I believe. It's uh, uh, Release a Dragon. John Franco is going to be in town that weekend. You just might be right. And you know who else is going to be in town that weekend? And it's the reason I know it's that Release a Dragon weekend. His co-coach, Neil Kuhlman. Oh, yeah, he's a good dude. Yeah, he's a good cookie. Neil and I have been talking about some projects together. Um, Him and I wanted to do some things, and uh, so he'll be in town that weekend, and then uh, maybe once I'm here there. Uh, he's been on. We'll have him on again, no yeah. doubt, man. No, I, Neil is... Uh, October 23rd, you said? Uh, 22nd, 23rd. Yep, somewhere around there. So, um, yeah, no, super, super good cat. Release the dragon. Release the dragon. Um, Val's going to have to uh, not go too crazy. She's supposed to be teaching SCP class that Sunday. Uh, hand it off, That We're going <laughs> to hand that one off. We're going <laughs> to... Uh, uh, yeah, now we're going to talk about this, sweetheart. <laughs> like she ever listens to this show. <laughs> She's like, I right. hear enough of this ass. Oh, the, the Texas shootout finals are that same weekend. Yep. Yeah, right. yeah oh. I, tr- I tried to book the Texas shootout and the film festival on the same weekend now. it's For me, the, the two events 
They're already there, and you keep some friends around. Yeah, yeah. man. And it doesn't really hinder one or the other. I don't even know if I'm part other. of this shootout this year. Uh, let's see. Mm-hmm. I'm definitely doing the, the film festival. The shootout's the uh, accuracy meet for yeah. people with less than yeah. 500 jumps. Yeah. So you want to come out and help judge? Yeah. You're welcome to. Yeah. I do. Lori, it's a uh, rating center event. Lori is the host and the coach. Um, I'll, I'll help with the Houston events when they're here, but for the most part, man, I let her run with that. She does a great fucking job. She does awesome. Dude, I am super blessed and super lucky to be surrounded by some badass people. So, uh, I like how she's flying the canopy. She's getting better. Yeah, she's getting there. We've got some good goals too. I, I yeah. get, been very blessed to work with her on a lot of these goals from the beginning. I like her path. I like her choices. I like her decisions. Um, a lot of people will say she looks like she's moving fast, but if you look at the number of jumps and the amount of coaching, yeah. her she's and I, moving, yeah. they say she's moving fast because they see her one month and then the next month she's doing something else. But yeah. during that month, they didn't see what she was doing. So Dude, she's that gotten, doesn't count. She's been coaching with me from the beginning. Uh, we regularly uh, do coaching together when she's, when she's around Justin price, man, fucking yeah. badass has been coaching her remotely. Uh, the Bartholomews have been coaching her at FLCPA. Yeah. I mean, Nick ba- she was in a camp with Nick Batch. She just did a camp with Nick Batch. Yeah, man. So the, the girl is out there getting coaching, getting yeah. guidance. She's doing what she needs to do. What she you, needs to do. You want to be a badass be at anything? Hire a coach. Find Daniel Angulo and get some free fly <laughs> coaching, guys. Yeah, I, I, I would love to jump more, man. Honestly, I would love to be jumping more and doing more coaching. Anything else you want to share with your friends and family before we check out and kick Nick uh, out of my house? No, let's fucking jump. Let's go. Let's jump. Let's make some jumps. Mr. P, you ready to go to bed? I, I second the skydiving and bed. <laughs> so, Elsa, I'm hungry. White girl, play that. You ate. Music. You ate like three plates. That's breakfast Jesus for me, Christ. man. What's that? What'd you eat today? Uh, I started at seven. I ate an arepa at noon. Arepa. Yeah, man. Man, Gravity Lab Radio, I don't know when we're going to be back on, and I only say that because I don't know uh, what's going on. I am going on vacation sometime soon, (laughs) so I'll be out of here. (laughs) Till then, blue skies, we're the fuck out of here. I just wanted to ask if someone who makes an arepa... Are they an arepist? (laughs) 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 I love you guys. This has been fun. (laughs) (laughs) Do we stop? Do we keep going? Keep going? I don't know. I don't oh, know. it's ending. It's done. It's over. Well, are you recording still? Um, yeah. Someone's gonna. Someone's uh, gonna hear this part. This just stopped. <laughs>